Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Ain't Life Funny Podcast. You're now listening to episode two. I'm your boy, Aaron, back again with a whole bunch of more deep dives into topics that I'm sure scratches everyone's minds and tentilates the senses. See, I use my big words on my podcast, my tentilations. And it's my boy, Matt, over here. What's up, y'all? Aaron's using his jailhouse vocabulary there. Big words. <laughs> Hell yeah, you know, you got to get educated uh, no matter where you are. Um, and then, uh, you know, you can catch us on all of your uh, streaming websites here. Matt will drop you off some of our uh, webpage information here. Most definitely. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, you can find us on anchor.fm. Uh, if you look up ALF, Eight Life Funny Podcast, we're on YouTube. Just look up Eight Life Funny Podcast. Uh, Twitter at 8podcast, A-I-N-T podcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash A-L-F podcast. We are not an ALF podcast. We're a my funny podcast. So sorry to anybody that's disappointed about that. Uh, Instagram, we have a my funny podcast Instagram account that we're going to start updating. And we're also available to download our podcast on CastBox. Um, you'll just have to find the Cashbox uh, channel ID and download page on one of our many pages because it's too hard to read and I don't have a custom URL yet. So we're doing this ghetto. Um, but that's all we have. We're going to be on Apple Podcasts soon. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Man, how many people you think uh, go out looking for Alf Podcasts, bro? Like, I just feel like... How many? Dude, there's probably, yeah. like, a, bu- a bunch of sick fucks that are out here right now searching Alf Podcasts, trying to... I just find feel like Alf's time in the sun has come and went. Like, I mean, his 15 minutes been up, bro. That was, like, in the 80s when that Dude, came out, right? 80, like the... you just said it. The 80s. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, yeah, well, loves I... the, everyone wants to live in the 80s still, so I it's guess. like... They're watching now. They're watching fucking <laughs> the TV was on. Wrestling was better in the 80s. I mean, the shit was just better. Everyone was all coked up. Shit was crazy. Oh, man. I gave my, uh, my fucking neighbor a ride yesterday, and he was talking about how he was born in 2001. Oh, my. That's like... when I graduated <laughs> high school, motherfucker. I that's like, what, I, that's what I told him. That's what I told him. I was like, dude, I was like about to go to high school in like oh one, dude. Like that was like my last year of eighth grade or something, I think, man. So it's just crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the world is just, you know, we old now, I guess, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we I'm on the thirty six, I am old, so I've accepted That's 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 not old, but it's just funny yeah. when you see people that can drive <laughs> and you're like Motherfucker, I've been driving longer than you've been alive, motherfucker, you just getting your license, like do so with yourself. <laughs> But uh, speaking of how the world crazy, man, I was going to say, man, we need to go ahead and get these people that Corona update. That you know COVID update? Break, that breaking news. I call it that uh, that, that COVID, bro. I, I combine them both, man. <laughs> you get got that, that Tennessee twang now. You left LA man, and man. you got that little... <laughs> oh, got shit. that COVID, dog. <laughs> I think it's funny that people be trying to put my accent to places. Cause like, I remember when I was in DC one time, I told her I was going to move to LA and they were like, I said something like word to somebody when they were like, Oh damn, you are from LA. I was like, no, I'm going to move to LA. I was like, people don't necessarily just say word from LA, dude. I say that shit all the time. Like, but I mean, I'm from Ohio what? and people are like, Oh man, you have such an accent. It's like, 
what is in Ohio? We just sound dumber, I guess, than everybody else. There's no accent. Right. Everybody has some right. kind of an accent, I guess. But. I guess, but I mean, like, an L.A. accent is the funniest one to me just because, like, I feel like there, every person in that talks like that in L.A. has, like, is doing that on purpose, pretty much. Like, when he'd be like, hey, fool, get in the core. Like, I feel like they're doing that on purpose, bro. Come here, you old fool dog, mark-ass trick. Give me some love. I mean, now <laughs> they are. There's Everyone now is, like, that weird, like, fayish upspeak where everyone's like, how are you doing today? Like, oh, my oh, God. Well, Everyone, even white. like the people, <laughs> even like a hard dude, when you actually get up and like, damn, this guy looks kind of scary. And then you get up, he's like, oh, my God. Well, that's just scary. what I call white people uh, voice. I don't even, yeah, I don't even consider scary, that. Dude. Like, oh, I mean, that is, bro. Like, some white people have white people voices, dog. I feel like even as a white person, you have a white voice and you know you do, bro. Mm. Like, don't, don't lie. Mm. I do have a white. I've told you. Yeah, I exactly. Think I have a white voice. I think my voice sounds like I'm fat. Like or, you don't. You don't talk to the police yeah. like this. <laughs> like if the cops show, we're gonna. Oh. Officer, how are you today? You you gonna you gonna put it on? Like we know we know what's up. Oh, I mean, dude, when I if I'm being pulled over, I'm super white. Like there's a white. There's a level of white voice where even white people are like, Jesus Christ. Oh man, speaking of uh getting pulled over by the police bro. i think i finally figured out the code to beating the police now granted yeah. i look like how i look so i feel like i get bonus points for being a light-skinned black dude versus being like a straight up like dark-skinned thug looking guy that they have in their mind because i know that all plays into stuff like it does it sucked up it's fucked up but it's the truth but like me as soon as the cops pulled me over i just smile at him bro like hey what's up bro and like from then on, I feel like they just let everything slide, bro. Because I've literally rolled my eyes at police after smiling at them and called them pigs underneath my breath when they walked away, and nothing oh, has yeah. happened. So. Well, I, mean, <laughs> you, I mean, I just feel you, like... That's like the everybody. Even, like, somebody's parents are going to do that. Like, the most oh, yeah. white-collar, like, straight-laced people are like, oh, yes, thank you, officer. I'm sorry. Like, so sorry. And then when that guy leaves, they're like, fucking pig. Shit, man. I was just about to pull out my nine and put a cap in that pig's ass. Like, even like anybody. Little granny getting pulled over for doing like 60 or something. She's like, yes, of course. And then, like, as soon as the guy leaves, she's like, you fucking piece of shit, pig. I just feel like cops get so pissed being called pigs because it's just like they could be compared to so many better animals, you know. Honestly, like I don't think they do though. I feel like now that's like calling a white person cracker. Like I think like any <laughs> cop now is just like, all right, like they wait, can wait. still fucking beat you up and shit. Oh yeah, they can definitely do that. But wait, cracker doesn't hold weight anymore. I like, mean, I get I'll be honest. If somebody call. I've never been like somebody been like you fucking cracker. Like I've never been put into that position. But I think if I was. I just be like, nah, all right. Oh, well, I feel like it would have to be asso- like associated with other, uh, like putting someone down more. Like you know, something like, man, you stink, ugly, ain't nobody dumb man, crack. But then it's like, oh, yeah. that kind of, that kind of stung. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, that's I mean, why the N word is so dangerous. Would be more hurtful than the crack. Well, that's what I'm I would just like overlook that part of it. I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why the N-word is so detrimental, because you can just say that, and it's, like, instantly a fight. But I feel like for the cracker insult, you got to throw a little sauce on it, because it's just a cracker, you know what I'm saying? You got to season it up. You got to put some cheese on it or something, you know what uh, I mean? You can't just eat. <laughs> I mean, if you call it, I mean, just, like, in general, I feel like there's, 
if you, somebody's going to call a white person a cracker, like whoever's going to do that is they're also seeing like, oh, this person's fat. So like whatever insult, they're going to focus on like the most hurtful aspect. They're going to be like, yeah, right, fat right. Motherfucking cracker. <laughs> like the first part's going to hurt way more than the cracker. Oh, You're just gonna, that's just going to like, well, I'm white, but I am fat. <laughs> that's what's really going to like dig deep into their head. Oh man, this racism is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I was like looking for videos, and just that little part of uh, Chappelle's show actually popped up. I said, oh, this racism's killing me inside. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. That show is, that's how oh, good man. that show is, though. Where it's like you can just turn on just even a, a random episode that doesn't have one of those oh, like, yeah. like famous skits in it and it's still fucking so fucking funny dude i love it i mean like hands down to me the funniest one they've ever done was prince just because that shit was just ridiculous you know oh, what yeah. i'm saying but well, the rick james brought on the hype is, charlie murphy yeah, telling a story just him telling Hell it yeah. they didn't even need Hell the visual. Yeah. that shit's just hilarious but the funniest joke on there like you say comes from a random one which i thought was the uh, swapping wives one where he's just like, let me tell you something. White people don't use washcloths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit kills me, dude. Oh, man. That shit kills me every Got time. Cubic bro. hairs all over the bar. Soap and shit. <laughs> that shit she drops bro, the like, kid I... off the little white kid's like, you Yeah, <laughs> dropped him off in the hood. He's like, go, 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 get the fuck out of the car. Dude, goodbye. Oh yeah, bro. It's like, oh yeah, here's getting I sell some rocks. That's what I hear they're doing down here. See you later. It's <laughs> just hilarious, dog. Oh man, that shit is so funny. But yeah, I know we got uh we got sidetracked, man. Let me uh let me That's drop it. Right. We're trying to do That's our, what this our is corona. All about, dude. We gotta do but we oh, do yeah. have to give the people a corona update because I'm sure oh yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone wants to know our take on it since they haven't heard well, any sure. other takes for God's exactly. sake. Exactly. Right, exactly. Nobody can shut up about it, so what I notice is that all these places in the South now, um, partially where I live, are talking about trying to reopen. Um, but then I listened to what the governor was saying, and it was the most convoluted speech. Like, I felt kind of bad for the dude, but I didn't at the same time. Because he's, like, trying to tell everybody, like, oh, yeah, May 1st, we're going to open stuff back up. And then people get to asking him questions. And then he's like, well, we're not going to open everything. All the major cities. And he's like, he goes down to list. He's like, um... Nashville, Memphis, Knoxville, and I think like Chattanooga are still going to be on lockdown somewhat. Um, and I'm just like, so that's every major city in Tennessee. So <laughs> Tennessee is still on lockdown is what you're saying then, right? Like, and he's like, well, you know, we're going to try to get like more rural areas because they aren't getting stretched out by the hospitals as much and such and such and such. And I'm just like, yeah, but see, that's like dude. the thing though. It's like none, it's not like on lock, like I don't get why the language where they're like, we have to reopen. Like, Nothing like I'm in Cal. You're in Nashville. I'm in Los Angeles. Like here, you can't eat in a restaurant. So I get it. Like right. I want to go to my favorite restaurant. I want to eat just like we did with you know before. But right. like reopening, I just don't get like nobody's gonna really. They could do it, and you know I don't agree with it. I mean I'm a little bit different than you because I am like I went through having cancer, so I have like a fucked up immune system, but. It's like, I don't get what they mean because it's nobody's going to really reopen. So, like, even putting it out there, it's right. kind of, like, irresponsible because for, 
in the country. Like my parents live in the middle of nowhere in Virginia. So right. for them to go out on a walk or go out in their yard or even go to like fucking a store, there's just not that many people there. So it's not right. really like a matter of reopening. Like to me, reopening means we're going back to normal guys. Whatever happens, happens. Right. I mean, if they do that, I mean, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be quarantined or whatever this is. Like, I don't, I'm bored as fuck. Well, like the everybody. thing about it too is that uh, the rules are so convoluted, dude. Cause like, for example, I went out last week to go get some sushi. Cause I was just like, man, I just can't wow, make that at great. the house. I'm kind of craving great. it. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, I go Nashville into the sushi spot. Sushi First off, you always, bro. You you always say that, bro. You were you were saying that L.A. sushi was no good to go because or whatever, bro. It's so like how close bro, do that? We lived in Van Nuys though, son. We lived in Van. You don't want to eat sushi in Van Nuys, California. I'm gonna, tell you, I'm gonna tell you something first off, bro. Like I don't know if you know about sushi prep. None of that fish is fresh. You can't even take a fresh fish out the water and make sushi with it. I'm sure you probably could, but like most sushi restaurants, uh, they do this thing where they prep the fish and then they sit it in the freezer for like 12 hour period anyways before they serve it to you. So, like, all that meat has already been, like, refrigerated Wait, and a bunch of shit. Yeah, dude. You're telling me that when I go to 7-Eleven and I ha- I buy the my <laughs> that that's not made by a sushi artisan right at the 7-Eleven that I go to? Well, I, I don't even have 7-Eleven out here. So, you're that's living a luxury so bad, lifestyle dude. that, you uh, know, I don't well, even know about never all moved that. to Nashville, dude. Sorry. Oh damn, bro! You Seven Eleven got you. You can have a house here. I'll buy you a house. I'd be like, can, dude. Sorry, (laughs) no Seven Eleven. Well, Seven Eleven. I I, that is the greatest endorsement I've ever heard for a Seven Eleven in my entire life. I'm telling you, I'm responsible. Wherever I've moved in my life, there's been a Seven Eleven. So that's great for me. But I think I've single-handedly kept businesses alive, like Seven Elevens, through my patronage like devotion i buy so much <laughs> coffee from them that they're just like guys we're gonna be fine this guy's not like maybe when i got cancer and i couldn't go out a lot like the one here probably had a little dip but they're oh, still, you know they're still around now dude from all but my that's like uh money. well i mean that's like i remember i used to work at a grocery store and every once in a while somebody like we had deals in there that were great deals and then we had something in there where it's just kind of like they're charging people for something that they don't really need to charge them for. So like one of them was that if you bought whole mushrooms, then you could save like a dollar if you bought them pre-sliced versus that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like we sold a bag of pre-sliced mushrooms and this guy goes and buys it one day. And I'm like, well, you know, if you get the regular ones, you can just cut them at the house and you know what I'm saying? Like save yourself $2 real quick. And guys yeah. like, Oh no, I don't, I don't uh, have time for that. Like this was like in West Hollywood. So it makes sense Uh-oh. that he wouldn't want to do this, but he's just like, I don't Oh no, I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And then the guy comes in behind him in the line. He heard me say that to him. And he's like, that kid don't know nothing about cutting shit, bro. Like, <laughs> just hated on this guy's whole existence from so deep away. Like I was like, dude, you were like two people back in line and heard that shit. Like that is hilarious, bro. <laughs> like, but I mean, that's right, true though. though. It's like if you go to the, just like Ralph's here, it's like you can buy a pineapple for like two bucks, but you can buy a sliced pineapple for like eight bucks. It's like man, there's yeah. less fucking material here. Right, what am right. I paying like, for? And then, you know what really sucks about that? Because I do be buying cut pineapple. They don't even cut them right. Like, they'll give you the whole centerpiece of a dude, pineapple hard as shit and break bro, your tooth them. I got, the, I got the tool, dude. There's a tool that I bought just because I, I don't know. I like to blow money every once in a while. But you cut the top <laughs> off a of pineapple, right? So it's just that little stalk thing. It's 
bear yeah. pineapple on top. And it's like a corkscrew thing that you jam in. You keep mm. turning it. It pulls the whole center out. And then around where, like, the that goes into, like, a little conical thing in the middle. And then around where the corkscrew part's at, all the actual pineapple meat comes out sliced in, like, this accordion thing. So it's good to go. Holy shit. And then all you're left with is this empty pineapple bottom. You just can sip, dude. It's like a little juice oh, man. right there, dude. I was about to say, bro. Y'all need to let me make some it's drinks It's only up like in there, eight bro. bucks. The thing is only like man. $8. I just don't buy. I mean, it's stupid because who buys a pineapple man. like every week? I'm just listening. I'm just listening to your product endorsements. Like they are so deep and well and thought out. Like, I mean, 7 Eleven, call me. Like seriously, Please. like, and then this this pineapple scoop needs to really get on the board because I, I mean, feel like I could go right now to my, I could go to the cupboard right now. I don't have a pineapple, but you bro, know, you would be thing. like the uh, who's that dude? The um, the oh, OxyClean guy for the pineapple. <laughs> yeah, bro, you could be like, man, look at this pineapple. Y'all motherfucker better buy this pineapple, school, bro. I swear to God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it'd be hilarious because always like it's either like Billy Mays, where it's just like some like high pitched voice, like white guy selling you, or it's like an English dude that's like, hello, here's a rag for you to wipe your counters with it'd be hilarious if they had like remember and one oh like yeah the basketball like they announced oh, yeah. it's like motherfucker like if you had a guy <laughs> like that do the infomercials like people like some white ladies like cleaning a counter oh, really? like look at this bitch fucking wipe that shit <laughs> clean this shit What's really funny about that is that shit would probably work so good. Dude. I mean, for like, internet uh, videos, I'd uh, I'd use that to sell my product if it was something just to get like if you're selling like t-shirts or like a some fucking bullshit chamois, like something yeah. to make people laugh. Well, I remember one time, man, I went to this gym with some friends of mine from church, and uh, I didn't have my regular shoes, so I borrowed some shoes from my homie that did not fit, so I couldn't really keep playing ball, like it was hurting my feet and shit. So like. Our team beat this other team, and then these other two teams started playing. We were just on the sidelines. We were tired talking and shit. And, like, we started getting into their game, and we're doing that and one thing. So, like, I'm literally, like, watching this kid go down the court, bouncing the basketball, and I'm following him behind him. Like, what are, what are you about to do? And we're giving him, like, fake and one names. Bro, these kids were loving every second of it, dog. You, would, mean, you could not have told them they weren't famous, bro. Like, that straight was the best up. Part but of those videos. Like, the, the talent yeah. that you would watch, like, it was cool to see, like, hot sauce and, like, that professor guy do shit. But oh, my yeah. favorite part was just hearing that guy. Like, not only would he announce the games in a great way, but he would clown people that got, like, clown yeah. in the game. So, to me, well, that was the best part. He was just, like, a really aggressive, like, Atlanta strip club DJ where <laughs> he was talking about basketball instead of, like, bitches you know it was great. well uh it's funny that that even exists because like the funniest dude on there to me had the greatest name which was that he, he the dude never said anything to hype him up it was his name was ao so like anytime the guy got the ball he just ayo 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 and then when he finally crossed it shit like bro like he's got the whole crowd hype saying the guy's name it was like bro this is the greatest creation of just like hood meets business meets sports and entertainment like and one just needs to come back pretty much is what it is you know what i'm saying like that's my first move out of corona is i'm gonna reinvigorate back, the n1 man. league i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go outside start shooting some videos of my sick handles you know okay and well it'll go from there <laughs> 
smaller quality, and maybe he'll have something to talk about in terms of something oh, sucking. But bro, if you want to talk about something dirty real quick, though, think about what N one really was. It was literally like the greatest street ballers in the world came all onto the courts and played regular people like you and me. Oh. And then, like, if you were like a good enough regular person, you could go to the final show at that night. But you already played a game that day just to get there. So, like, you're already tired from playing the ball to get on the court, and then you get on the court and you play another game that same day against the greatest persons ever. And like, dude, they literally had designated dunkers. Or like it would be like a six seven guy that would just stand near the free throw line so he can catch an alley oop and dunk on your head when you're not looking. It was just like I mean, right, man? This guy's a school teacher, bro. You're out of here dunking on this dude. This fucking throw ball, like, they just fucking jack you in the face with a basketball and then like dribble, yeah, like man, do an offset dribble off of that. It's like I can't, right. I can't see right now. My nose is bad, right. motherfucker. It's like and and this guy's carrying and traveling. Remember when What's we played in Florida and that guy came straight from his job at like a kitchen and his oh, dress, they worked like, at like uh, they worked shit. at Chili's or something. That's Chipotle what dude, some that's shit. what it was. He's like, damn, I've been working at Chili's all day, and you and I were all fucked up, sweaty, and winded, and then he came in and just fucked us up. <laughs> Honestly, though, to their credit, even if we weren't tired, they still were going to beat us, dude. Oh, that guy I, legitimately, I still remember doing handles show, yeah. to this day. Yeah, I remember, like, stepping back and being like, oh, God, I'm about to just get pieced up by this guy and, like, <laughs> penny loafers and shit. Bro, no sport is more evident than that uh, when you're just like, oh, I am in a, in a lower class than these guys here. Like, Because, like, football, you can kind of hide that you're not that talented. You can kind of, like, just run little short routes and sneak around and maybe catch yeah. a play or knock a pass down. And basketball, bro, like, if the guy that you're checking is good, the rest of your team is going to know it. It's just like, man, go to that Everyone's going to know it because uh, the team that like, you're playing is going to be like, throw the ball to that guy. Right, exactly. And it's just like, guys, <laughs> I'm outmatched here. Like, maybe we should switch or something. Um, just like, saying. I used to play Little League, and there was always that, at least, like, in practices, that kid that would come up to the plate to hit. And then, like, everyone's like, all right, everyone come in. This fuck is not going to hit the ball. If he hits it, it's going, like, two feet. Oh, God. You that know, was me, like, dude. Oh, God. I was actually good. <laughs> My, like, as a fat kid, I was, like, the white pistol fielder of, like, Little League Baseball, dude. That was awesome. Oh, dude. I I was good at fielding and all that, but I just never learned how to hit. So, like, literally, like, I would get up to the plate and just try to get hit by the ball. Like, I would step in front of pitches all the time just so I could get on base, dude. Like, I wouldn't even swing. Like, literally, like, I would just eat that shit. Because, like, I mean, it didn't hurt, man. Like, literally, like. I would play football and shit with no equipment on back in the day. So, like, I was just tough as a kid. of, like, the hockey guy that just goes out to beat the shit out of people. They're Pretty like, much. All right, we need a bait. We need somebody on base. Aaron, just all take right, one just for take the one. team. So. Yeah, I, was, I go right out there and do it, dude. Just not even <laughs> right, blink an guys, eye. Like, what do you want me to <laughs> take it? Like, just take it in the back. You don't want oh, me to yeah, take dude. it in the face instead just to make it look good. <laughs> I didn't ever take – I wasn't that much in love with the team. Dude, dude, I fucking took – I remember that. That's one thing. I think I got, like, uh, worse at batting as a young dude because I got hit, like, directly in, like, here, like, dead oh. center of the face, fastball. Oh, no. And it was, like, one of those kids you play when you're in Little League where it's, like, the kid that hit his growth spurt and he's all, like, Oh yeah, this is like the a monster man throwing a fucking sixty mile per hour fastball that he can't control at you. So you're just like, oh fuck, and like, just hit bro. me directly. Little league is the dirtiest sport, bro. I swear to God, little league is the dirtiest sport because that's all it is. It's like you got a bunch of regular kids that develop normal, like you and me and shit, and then you just got them freaks. Because like, do we had a kid on our team? 
he was like six four at thirteen, and he could like, bro, he would pitch and throw no hitters all the time. Like literally, it was this other team that was really good that would play us. We would put him on a mound, and he would throw a no hitter like it was oh, nothing, dude. dude. Like I remember it was there was a kid I went to high school with that was that when we were little kids. His name was like Chris Kernahan, I think. But I just remember that name because when we played that team, you could we'd be warming up like on where playing catch on like the outfield, and he's doing like yeah. pitching drills, and you would just hear. And they hit the right. like the, the smack, yeah, just like, killing the the catcher. What dude. was that? And it's like, did somebody yeah, hit bro. the ball? It's like, no, that guy threw a ball so fast. That's just the sound of yeah, somebody dog. catching it. It's like, oh, okay. we used to have this one kid on on another team that could throw knuckleballs and shit, bro. And it's like, bro, I'm 13, man. Like, what are you doing? And in like, Cuba they or something. This sounds like, bro, like, like legitimately all star team shit. Bro, it was like a whole controversy, bro. Like our whole like little league team was like, man, they can't keep doing those, man. That's fucked up. You can't have these kids throwing these knuckleballs like the other coaches would get mad and shit like it was the craziest shit bro i never got uh, why knuckleballs are like i know we're off covid19 oh yeah no hey, guys, no, we'll get on that. hey yeah. guys covid 19s happening new right. flash we're all locked up <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back on that eventually but, but no, no like, like a knuckleball, knuckleball is um, illegal just because it's so hard to hit no they're not illegal in, in regular baseball yeah they're they not are illegal, i but, think they are no no i don't think they are dude because oh, there's okay. still knuckleball pitches out there like what it is is that it's a hard pitch to control, so it's hard to get to the uh, to the professional level to do it. But what I understand is what they're doing is that they're basically throwing the ball with no spin and pushing it off of their fingers, so it's like push passing pretty much. And when you do that, it's you don't have great. enough energy to really – yeah, it doesn't have enough energy to get to the plate. So eventually, like, since it's not spinning, you can't tell how fast it's going at you. So, like, you think it's getting closer than what it is, and then right when it's about to get to the pitch, like, the batter, it drops down because there's not enough energy on it. But as the catcher, though, your nuts are just exposed because you're just going to be catching bounce passes the whole time. Like, the ball's going to be skipping into your crotch, you know what I mean? So, I think that's really why they don't do it. It's the catcher well, probably never will the pitcher. It, bro. Never oh. catcher. I was like, I, first of all, I was too fat to, like, get in that position for too that's long. what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, but, how do you stay yeah. on your squatted position for the whole game like that, dog? Like, that shit sucks, bro. I could never do. But I, um, speaking of sports, though, we uh, did get an update on um, the uh, the Buccaneers and their endeavors and trades because it's also the night of the NFL draft. I don't know if you know that or not. Um, and they're doing that all virtual because of the virus and shit. So Gronkowski got traded to the Buccaneers dude. for a – it was Gronk, and they gave him a – Gronk in the seventh round, and – uh, then they got a fourth round pick back. So the Patriots they got didn't a get round so pick. they got nothing. Like the Patriots got nothing. Well, I mean, he wasn't playing, but they didn't get anything no. for release. No, they got a fourth. No, they got a fourth round pick. But that's yeah, it. They traded him. Yeah. Um, and then they gave they gave mm. away him in a seventh round pick. Yeah. I mean, so, like I don't know if he's gonna be good. Like he's less. He's less. He has less weight. Um, but I'm assuming he's in good shape. He was wrestling, so I'm. He's yeah. definitely got that build. I, mean, I would think that losing the weight might have made him faster. But my whole thing with Gronk was that he was never a speed guy. Like if you ever saw his highlights, he wasn't wide open. He was jumping over top of short dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, just like, mean, like in reaching terms out of his durability. Like if he's smaller and has less muscle mass, and he hasn't played football in a while, I know it. Right. He's healed. But he has been wrestling for WWE, so I'm assuming he's taking some huge losses that. <laughs> in that. He did. I, I th- somebody mentioned on ESPN, I guess he won a championship right before all this shit what? happened. 
I they seen, have to uh, like a twenty four seven championship, dude. Wrestling's ridiculous. We can get on that oh, yeah. in another podcast, but yeah, hell yeah. Um, I saw Ronda Rousey use a wrestler now too. I didn't realize that. I either, mean, basically, yeah, if you weird. retire from the UFC, you're gonna be a wrestler, and I guess if you're a football player with enough notoriety, you can. I mean, it happened before. I mean, I remember Lawrence Taylor wrestling in the WWF like a long time yeah. ago, and a few other people, but. And Donald you know, Trump too, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Tyson, <laughs> et cetera. But like, um, I don't know if he's going to be effective. What I'm pissed off at is that it's like, I, I don't hate Tom Brady. It's like people hated Michael Jordan or hate LeBron James. They don't really hate him. They hate him because he's so good that he affects their team's ability to be good, basically. So yeah. I don't want to see him succeed anymore. <laughs> he's fucked my team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, out of, Countless wins, countless championships, countless just moments of happiness. I've just had to see this guy succeed over and over again where my team falls back and sucks. And I just want him to go to Tampa Bay and just let Florida really infect him with that Floridian just funk that you and I are really familiar with. I think that's what's going to happen, honestly, because – they said he's going to Bruce Arian's team, and Bruce Arian is notorious mm-hmm. for being Former like a party Steelers coach. Coordinator. I'm yeah. well versed with that. Atmosphere. Right. He's like notorious for being a party dude. So, like, I already feel like just with that atmosphere in the air and them like being like, oh, let's go get a drink tonight is like already that builds like fluff into the system. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, that guy Jocko that's podcast and he's always talking about staying hard and shit and like no days off. Like, this one dude I look at on YouTube, bro, he's fucking a fitness guy. He doesn't do any cheat days. Like, on his birthday, he said he used to eat carrot cake. He's like, I stopped eating carrot cake now. And I feel like that's where Bruce Arians is to Tom Brady. Like, he was like that, and now he's going to get that one little slice of carrot cake, and it's going to be like, "Mm, He's like that guy that, like, is sitting next to somebody that's been, like, sober for, like, 10 years, and they're like, come on, man. You can just have a beer. Like, come on. (laughs) Right. The next thing you know, he's like, that guy's like sucking dick for fucking coke. (laughs) Like choking himself in hotel rooms, beating off and shit. (laughs) Just like some sort of like cracked out cam girl in a year because he's lived in Tampa. He's just like, come on, guys. I'll I'll fucking jack off if you want with my rings on just so I I need some money. Bro, Florida's destroyed way better people than Tom Brady. That's all I'm saying, dude. I just don't want to see him succeed. And I, I found it weird, like, of all the teams to go to, like, I don't know if there was any thought put into it other than they're going to give me the most money, but it's like, he has yeah, houses look. in Los Angeles. <laughs> he has houses all over the country, I'm assuming, and probably all over the world. Yeah. And it's like, you want to yeah, play dude. fucking Tampa Bay. Have you ever been to Tampa Bay? I've never been to Tampa. I have. But I hear people, I've heard people say Tampa is probably the nicest, one of the nicer parts of Florida. So maybe, I don't know. I think all of Florida is kind of a shithole. So just off the rip, I'm not trying to be fucking with Florida. But I mean, uh, you can just like jump into the ocean and maybe escape the shittiness that's Tampa Bay for a little bit. Yeah, like well, that, that's how all of Florida is. Like Florida is only great if you have a bunch of money, because then you can just say, "Oh, fuck all these people! I'm gonna go get on my boat or go, you know, yeah. drink a bunch of beer today and not go to work and stuff like that." But if you have to work in Florida and deal with Floridians, like in stores and shit, or like on the phone or whatever your job is. You fucking hate Florida, bro. Like, that's just the long and the short of it. It's not a cool place at all. Because first and foremost, everybody's trying to get pills. Everybody's trying to get fucked up. And every day is a holiday. And it's like, I went to work today, motherfucker. I'm not on vacation, okay? Like, leave me alone. Stop asking me where the drugs are. 
Like, leave me alone. And then, like, the cops out there, bro, I've seen cops in Florida literally rip people's seats out of their car. Like, I'm like, I don't even know how you did that. Like, literally, like, unscrewing bolts out of people's floors and ripping cars to shreds. Like, do I really, <laughs> like, do you want these drugs that Miami bad? With car, like, cars made of cocaine somehow that they have to actually <laughs> figure out how to look for that shit. Pretty much, dude. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of uh, the Taco Bell at 12 midnight, right? Eating in line, buying coke off of the car in front of him, and in a year we're just gonna be like, man, I'm so glad Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. But right now Whoa. it just hurts. It hurts. And here's my. Uh, here's another piece of NFL news. We'll go back to this real quick. But I just, yeah, as yeah. a Steelers fan, it really pains me because Tom Brady tried to befriend Antonio Brown. So I don't like him for that also. That's another check on the shitty list. He might no, get AB if they let him in. No, they ain't, it's they not going to happen. Bruce Arians no. said it wasn't going to happen, which uh, is one we'll see. said. But here's why <laughs> I'm even more pissed. I hope he would go to Tampa Bay. They're in the NFC. You know where everyone's saying he's going to go? <laughs> where is that? The Ravens. Oh, God. Yeah, because his cousin plays there and shit. And, yeah. look, they would be fire if they got him, dude. dude if, they went, if he went there, they would – I would hope my team would get moved out of the AFC North so that we wouldn't have to play that fucking team. Well, here's my thing, though, and this is what nobody's talking about. I don't think that AB is going to be anything, and Tom Brady's not going to be anything, and Gronk's not going to be anything, and here's why. There's not going to be an NFL season, bro. Like, if the virus keeps going down this track, bro, I see see what they're doing. That's why they're trying to open a country, I really feel like, is they're trying to get things set up so they can actually have a football season because – Football makes so much money for America, dude. Like, and I think they're kind of in the hands of the government a little bit where, like, because they get, like, you know, uh, subsidies and shit to build in certain cities and money to build stadiums and stuff. So, like, there's already a link between the NFL and the government. But I think that maybe the players might stand up and say they're not ready to do that shit. Because I see all these places <laughs> talking about opening back up. And, like, you see people protesting to open back up, too. But then there's the flip side of people that are all saying, like, is it really safe? You know what I mean? Because, like, I saw – um Georgia wants to open up tomorrow, dude. And then LA Fitness is talking like, oh, nah, bro. Like, we're still not going to open up our gyms in Georgia just yet. We're not ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to be held liable. Like, the first well, people to open I mean. up. That's what I mean. Like, to like, open the know. country again, there's so many businesses. That it's like, you can say you're going to open the state, right? Right. Like, gyms can't open up. They they like, said in Georgia they could. Yeah, in oh, Georgia they're trying. Geez. They're trying to open the parks, the gyms, all that shit. But, they, but then the actual businesses are saying they don't want to they think it's still too early so that's what i'm saying but like when is enough enough like you know what i'm saying that's why i think that it's probably gonna at least shorten preseason and if the preseason gets shortened tom brady's not gonna have as much time to work with gronk and all that and if there's no football that's a whole year that brady got older gronk didn't play so he's now two years out the game and then ab's not gonna get to play so then he's two years out the game well too. i think so ab's like, so toxic i don't think anybody would ever sign him like at this point no. unless he comes out and it's like I got shock therapy and my, this is a doctor telling me why my personality is completely changed forever. Like I, somebody, he Whoa. just did too much fucked up shit, but he is that talented. Maybe not. I might be wrong about that. Well, this is the thing you've said your team and I have not said mine because partly from embarrassment, but my team is notorious for doing that exact thing. Just being, you know, two years down the road, like let's just take a little, Let's just take a little team? look at A B. Oh well, it's the team with the most criminals uh, ever ever drafted on it, and uh, dude, the with Cowboys the craziest owner, dude. Bro, our team. Also, First you off, guys did take a chance on Alden Smith this year. You signed him, so you already got a felon or whatever. That's what I'm He's saying. Like That's what I'm felon. saying. 
That's what I'm saying, bro. We already got enough courthouse shit going on. We got Aunt, uh, Randy Gregory can't stop smoking weed and shit. It's like now they don't get... have to worry about that though. That's what's also fucked. They're, they're gonna, gonna make back. Josh yeah. Gordon come back and not have to worry about being tested for weed now. I think Josh Gordon fucked himself by blowing it on the Patriots, bro. That was his last shot right there, man. Because like you have to realize, like that's why the Patriots picked up AB. That was kind of like his last shot. You know what I'm saying? Like they're kind of that team that's like. All right. They did the same thing with Randy Moss. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we'll go ahead and take you and, you know, just don't start no shit because we will fire you because they know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, But they did it with Randy Moss. That motherfucker had, like, they had, like, the most touchdowns at all time with that dude, I think, right? Yeah, bro. But, yeah, yeah, single season record. It was, like, 60 touchdowns, bro. But then you see that he didn't stay on that team. They didn't keep him. Like, it was literally like, you're on here for one year, bro. Try to win this Super Bowl. And then they didn't. So it was like, all right, see you later. You know, I mean, so. that guy was like, I mean, I don't want to. Randy Moss was way better than T.O. So let me just say that now. But it's like those kind of players, and I think that's like the kind of the case with all wide receivers because they are kind of like cocky and like you know braggadocious and shit. Like if you get T.O., like for me, I like T.O. I always liked fucking T.O. because he backed up his shit talk. He played. He did play hard. He did drop passes every once in a while. So I guess you could say that. But like. You were getting that guy to basically fucking succeed on the field. And it, you just ign- had to ignore the fact that he was a shitty person otherwise. Well, uh, it's funny that you would bring him up because I was thinking about um, what the Patriots would have been if they kept Aaron Hernandez. Like if he hadn't murdered yeah. somebody, like how beast that team would have been. And oh like, my God. You're, that's what I'm saying, dude. Because like that one season, like Gronk had like 16 touchdowns, dog. But what it was was that I think if you were to compare the two, like Gronk is a better receiver than Hernandez was, but Hernandez did all of the sloppy work. So like he would do all the blocking and he would make all the short little in traffic getting hit passes and shit, and then they would do the big plays with Gronk. And if you look at Moss and T.O., like Moss was a better receiver, but I feel like T.O. was a better football player because T.O. would actually throw blocks and like – go out there and like really do dude. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen, I've seen like a team, a team throw an interception before and T.O. ran a dude down like 80 yards to go tackle that guy. Like he played hard. I'd never seen Moss do shit like that. But then again, I haven't seen Moss drop nearly as many passes and he's done way more spectacular shit. Too. Plus so, I think Moss, I mean? like the thing he did better than T.O. was get those like, like at the top of the jump right. catches where right. it's like nobody could catch it but him. He was so good right. at just creating that situation. Well, they were different uh, styles of offenses too. You know what I'm saying? Because T.O. was more of like a quick catch, get a slant, and then just bowl over every safety and just make it to the end zone. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Moss would be in the back of the end zone standing still and they just throw it to him anyways. And he'd <laughs> jump yeah. over six people. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, bro, Randy Moss guy, shitted on the Cowboys so many me. times. Dude, when he was oh on the God, fucking bro. Patriots that one year, he fuck, I think we played him. And he, I think he got like three touchdowns on us. Bro, that was when that he had no. Was se- that was those series, like seasons when the Steelers like had a great offense, but their yeah. secondary was even like was so suspect that it just they could just throw any pass and they would be a touchdown. There was like five years where it was just like, well, oh. I, I remember I before Big Ben became our quarterback, we had this guy named Tommy Maddox as the quarterback. And the defense Turn over that Tommy. Was, yeah, he did that. And then our defense was like a fucking giant gaping hole that all you had to do was throw anything. Like, 
you could just go up and just like accidentally put it in the air and somehow you'd get a touchdown off of it. They suck. Well, it's funny that we're bringing up these teams and shit because that's my theory on Tom Brady too. If there is a season, they're not going to be good, dude. And the reason why I tell you that is, number one, I don't have a lot of faith in Bruce Arians. But then number two, Tom Brady has played in the fucking AFC East for his entire career. And fuck that yeah. dude for and all of them for saying that they're good like that because – you have to beat the Dolphins, the Bills, and the goddamn uh, Buffalo. Like, who was the other team? Uh, Dolphins, Bills, Patriots, and uh, the Jets. Like, yeah. dude, that is one of the most crappiest divisions historically every year. All the, Like, the Dolphins got the number one pick this year, don't they? Like, number five, right? And then who's They have, uh, like, three first-round draft picks, I think. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that, like, you played against trash teams that were notorious for being trash, and then you go to the playoffs and you ball out. Like, don't get me wrong. I give you credit for winning in the playoffs because, like, that's hard to do. But along the way, dude, like, they play shitty teams. Like, if you get to play the Jets twice, count that as two wins, dude. You get to play fucking Miami twice, that's two wins, dog. Right there, you're up four already. You see what I'm saying? Like, the Bills played them kind of hard, but (laughs) even them, man, like, they just started getting good, like, the last, like, five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, like, a great team. Like I mean, the Bills had those couple of years, though, when they had Rex Ryan where they had that, like, defense, and they were actually, like, doing some, like, you know, they've mm-hmm. made some noise, but they, I agree with you. That's something they never really talk about. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. And I now he's going to the, the so NFC like, South. It's like a tactician thing. It's like when they were put in the position that they had to beat those good teams, they, they did do. It. And they yeah, do oh, yeah, it in a way sure. where it's like clearly an intellectual. They figured out something like in study that, you know, it's not like they have well, every good player and they're just beating them because they have the most talented roster all the time. Well, what I think it is is that uh, Belichick is just fine with playing boring-ass football, dude. Like, he's fine getting four-yard gains because four yards three times in a row gets you a first down, and then he does it again. Whereas other coaches, I feel like they just get stuck in their own head, and they're like, yeah, that's working, but let's just try this play-action bomb real quick on second and ten, and then that doesn't work, and now you're in third and long, and then you're off the field. You know what I'm saying? So, like – Belichick just is always battling the game versus the teams, I feel like. like he's just like, ah, oh, well, four yards gets me where I need to be, so fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's I mean, boring to watch, though, but it works. More than they not doing well, like, okay, he's in Tampa Bay. So, for me, I'm in the AFC. I don't really give a fuck. I just don't want the Patriots to do well. I want them to. They're not, dude. Don't Who's even on their team? Who's even on their team? Who's on I that mean, team, they're bro? saying they're about to pick up, like, I forget who their quarterback is right now. I think maybe they're going to get Jacoby Brissett or somebody, you know, like somebody because he's well, not on the Colts anymore. So we'll see. I wanted to uh, ask you too. What is your uh, Super Bowl prediction for okay. this season? Well, first of all, I do think there will be a season. I think, but that okay. being said, they're going to have it where there's no audience in the live Ooh. stadium. It's just going to be TV games. Which Damn, that's all their I bread, think- though. Mm, you think so, but you think about all the ad revenue they get off of television. So yeah, I think that's really where whenever they get into like CBA negotiations, it seems like a lot of the talk is how much money they make on the ads, like for TV. Yeah. And that goes to the NFL sure. team. So that has yeah. to be a lot of the money. Now, that being said, maybe they'll figure out a way to put like minimum amounts of people in the stadium so they can still sell tickets and sort of, I guess, justify having the games at a stadium. Yeah. But I think there will be that. Because no matter what, even if everything's not opened up by that time, um, what you said about them making so much money, that's true. 
So if they have yeah. to figure out a way to do it where it's not the same technically, but they're still having games, they'll figure that shit out. They, they have to buy but an see, island and have the games on a fucking island someplace. They'll do that. But see, the thing about it is, is like, I think they'll try, but I just feel like you run such of a risk. Cause like you saw how the shit spread through the NBA, dude. And like football players literally like land on top of each other. Every play, they get each other sweat on them, each other's blood, That's spit, true. all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, literally, like, <clears> but also those does, guys, you got to understand how much money yeah, they those got guys money. are looking at, too. Yeah. If they're signing these deals where it's like, hey, I want my fucking money, like, fuck all this COVID shit, like, we'll play. Yeah, that's they're true. young. Most that's NFL true. players are young and in shape. So, like, I think this no is matter thing. what, there's going to be, a, there's probably like some really smart intellectual NFL players who are like, I don't know, but the vast majority of them are not like the top tier. So they're not making top tier money. So they're going to want right, to make right. whatever money they can. And they're going to be like, look, this isn't killing people of our age. I'm in the best shape of anybody in the world. And I'm in the age bracket where this shit doesn't seem to be killing people that much. So I'm going to chance it so I can get that, you know, $30,000 a week thing, or whatever it is. This is the thing though, bro. All that sounds well and good until one team gets totally infected. Oh, I and agree And it's not with that, that hard to happen. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, then think about this, bro. Like it's not just a team. It's like the staff that does all the equipment and shit. They touch those people. Then those people that squirt the water bottles in their mouth and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, what if that guy is sick and he's coughing on the water bottles, everybody gets it sprayed into their mouth and now they're all sick. And then <clears throat> well, I think the next week saying, the Jets though, can't play the Bengals. Things, you know what I mean? They're going to address that. So it's like that we'll water see. bottle guy, he ain't going to be there. Like anybody that doesn't need to be there is not going to be there. And like they can put the I mean, coordinators upstairs. They always are up in a booth. They can yeah. do more of that. And they're probably like the NFL has a lot of money. So like I'm still working. I'm in sales. And the company I yeah. work for is doing all this like research into like different technologies just to disinfect shit. So like yeah, <clears throat> there's literally UV lights you can buy that just are wands and you just like, yeah. you know, they'll figure out some way that they can at least know the Damn, disinfection bro. is taking. They'll figure it out. It, the people that have the most money have the most access to all the shit, like the tests right. and all that. So if they're testing the people and I don't think it's a great idea, but I also love football. So I, yeah, I mean, I, happen, so. I'm all about trying to get some more entertainment back, bro. Cause I just had to sit there and watch fucking Dion Cole try to tell a stand up comedy bro, to, uh, to no audience here in a minute. <laughs> uh, but I do want to give uh, my, we'll give our Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, yeah. We'll get Super off this Bowl NFL pick. shit. So my Super Bowl yeah. picks, given no research and having you just ask me this right now. Right, exactly. Put no thought into it. So as much as I hate to say this, Ravens versus um, Green Bay. Okay, so I know you must have smoked some weed before this because Green Bay, <laughs> first off, they not about to do shit, bro. Dude, I don't I'm got no faith in Aaron Rodgers. I'm going good This is This is me. I'm thinking from the AFC, it's going to be goddamn the Chiefs again because I don't really mm. see how you're going to bypass Mahomes lighting it up like this, bro. But Kansas City Lamar defense Jackson, is kind of suspect. Uh, like, well, the thing about it is Lamar Jackson is not nearly as talented as Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to win in their style, which is they have to dominate defensively and keep the game kind of low scoring and then, like, you know, run the ball very successfully and hit a couple of big plays. Like, everything kind of has to go right for the Ravens to win, whereas we saw – 
Kansas City was down in every game this year, bro, that they won the Super Bowl. They, they, they were down to the Super Bowl. They were down in the AFC Championship. They were down in the game before that and they were against Houston, and they came back ferociously with, like, 50 points. So, like, that's hard to stop from any team's perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to stick with them. I don't have a lot of faith in Andy Reid. I think it's really hard to repeat. And that's I think maybe I the Super Bowl – yeah, the Super Bowl slump might catch them, but I don't know, dude. They're about like they already have a solid team put together. Most of their players stayed, and then they're about to get some new young cats in there too. So, because they're talking about getting that guy Rugs, which ran like a fucking four three at the combine, dude. And if you got him and Tyreek Hill on both sides, that's crazy. So I'm gonna stick with them. Okay. From the NFC, I'm gonna say the Seattle Seahawks, bro. As much as I yeah, don't like them, I did, honestly, they didn't even like go through my mind. But that's a great. Oh yeah. That they're all um, just really competitive, so that's a good. Yeah, choice. and yeah, the reason why I pick them is because I feel like they could have been there last year, and San Francisco just outplayed them in the game that mattered the most in the playoffs. But if it wasn't for that dude, like it was about to be a straight up battle because, like, even in the games when they played each other during the season, like they were in all those games, and then they shitted on LA. Like LA might have beat them once, but then they came to Seattle and got killed. So like. I don't really have – I don't think L.A. Rams are going to be anybody, dude. I think they fucked their team up. They paid too much money dude, to too many people. remember when we Golf's watched not them good. on Hard Knocks? And we were the like, first thing you said was – not going to be shit. This guy's an idiot. first thing you like, said was golf is trash. Yeah. That was the first thing you said out your mouth, dude. And ever since then, it's been the truth. So For a we'll year, see. I was like, oh, damn, I was wrong about that. But it was just like – it just nah. took the NFL a year to realize, like, what was Sean McVay was doing. And I think they're – You know what? You know what I mean? You know they need what to they find are? a new quarterback. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what they look like to me is, like, the real-life um, version of Madden. So, like, if you're, like, the guy player pushing the buttons to people, like, that's what McVay was to golf. Like, he's literally, like, in his ear, like, throw it to the left. Throw it to that guy right now, right yeah. now. And it's like, I know they can't really do that during plays, but it seems like that's what he's doing. Because anytime the play doesn't work and, like, it breaks down or, like, somebody covers it too good, golf just runs out of bounds and throws the ball away. Like, he has well, no he's not very like, athletic skills. either. It's like he can run, yeah. but it's like – his run is like what um, – He's like Peyton Manning running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if he has to, he'll run out of the pocket, but right. he ain't like going to get you any fucking yards on any – you know. Right, exactly. So that's what I got, Kansas City, Seattle, and I'm writing yours down. You said – Baltimore, uh, Do you want to switch? No, I, no okay. I'm going to stick with Green Bay just because, I don't know, I always feel like they're going to be competitive in the NFC, and they're, nobody's talking about them. I don't know what their situation well, is. At all. The thing with them, bro, is uh, the reason why I don't really ever go with them is because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is kind of a bitch boy. Like, I feel like, uh, like, I feel like, well, I'm just saying, this is the thing, man. I just feel like when it's all said and done, like, I feel like he goes in a locker room and, like, goes to people's ears and be like, you know you dropped that pass, man. We would have been in the game if you had dropped that pass. Like, I feel like he does shit like that to people. No, he doesn't do that. If he's that type of person, which I can totally see. What he does is he leaves a little post-it note. He does that, like, passive-aggressive, like, hey, man, like, good job missing that pass. But he's nowhere to be seen. So the guy's like, man, what the fuck? And it just has to That's what I'm saying. So I just don't have faith because of that. But also they they play the Vikings and shit and the Bears. And all of them just have, like, that crazy up-north rivalry where they just, you know, bragging rights and shit. So same thing with my division. Like, the Cowboys, Redskins, the Eagles. Like, it's just they play for bragging rights. Like, they don't even care about the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, like, anybody in division like that, I don't really have a lot of hope for it, bro. Like, I need somebody from a division where it's, like, a perennial top team that just keeps winning. You know what I mean? San Francisco, and everybody thinks – I don't know if they're going to be good. I mean, they seem to be pretty good, but I don't know if they can keep that up. 
I think Jimmy <clears throat> G is fool's gold, bro. I think Jimmy G is good enough to be a solid, solid backup. Like, he's like a Jacoby Brissett type of thing. Like, he can play good for a couple of games, but when it really matters, he's not the guy you want to be making decisions. But I could be wrong. Maybe he'll maybe he'll grow. And, yeah, you I know, feel we'll like – I mean, San Francisco got to the Super Bowl with Kaepernick that one year or whatever. They almost did. And it's like they, everybody thought they were about to turn their corner there, and they didn't. You know what I mean? Well, that's the other thing, too. Uh, San Francisco has a shitty front office, dude. They let a lot of great players go or, like, stuff that's happened to them where people retire early because they don't like how management is there. So it's, like, yeah. notorious throughout the league. So we'll oh, see. I didn't even – yeah, I didn't even really think of that. One guy just retired last year, I think. That was really yeah, – that's what I'm saying. Whatever. Yeah, because right, well, I'm telling you, they don't do their players right. But, uh, yeah, if we want to switch it up. Post them. I'm going to just stick with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Put I'll some uh, Super Bowl it. predictions on there, y'all. You know, we'd love to hear what y'all got to say yeah. about that because uh, we have. Do you have any thoughts on the Steelers <laughs> being the best team in the NFL? I'd love to hear that because you know oh, that's basically the truth. It is the truth, just based off of the championship. You know. Ah, uh, well, Patriots got more to now. Uh, do they? Don't they? They're tied, they right? They got I six. Got, I think we got all got sick. Well, by we yeah. all, I mean the Patriots and the Steelers. The Cowboys don't have that. Uh, well, they never no. will, dude. It's, I've I've already assigned to that I'm never going to see a Cowboys Super Bowl again. I saw it when I was a child, and I enjoyed it, and I think that that was the one gift I got, you know, as a football watcher. And from here on out, I'm just going to, you know, suffer the hard truth that my team is trash. Yeah, because they are. I, like, got I, have, I have no hope. Like I have I, no hope for them to go there any playoffs this year, dude. I could be wrong, but. They just seem to be, like, deteriorating in the way they're running the team. Where it was like, it seemed like they had a plan. And it was like, oh, Dak's the quarterback. And now they're just, like, fucking around signing people. And it's like. You know why? It's because they spent too much money, dude. Like, it's oh, yeah. Jerry Jones' Achilles heel. Like, he pays all these guys that he really likes. But it's like, you pay them after they hit their prime. So it's like, yeah, that's great. He got his money. And I get you has to kind of pay guys. But that guy already had his best years three years ago. Like, he's not that same dude anymore. But. Like I said, we'll see, man. Like, I, I just think that they don't manage their money right and that they've spent too much on the offensive line and we're just not good, bro. So I don't have a lot of hope. But I just have no hope in the Steelers because I don't think Ben is going to be back the way I want him to be or the, the fans right. want him to be. So we have to – we saw what our team's like with shitty quarterbacks. And Ooh, yeah. while it's, it's just like the Steelers, to me, the most frustrating thing is it's always – we have – the best on one side of the ball and then the other side. So now our defense is the strength of the team, but the offense yeah. is fucked. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what so, I think? I think that uh, the one thing that Tomlin did where he fucked up was the season that you guys won the Super Bowl, y'all ran the ball. Yeah. Like y'all had, like y'all stopped running the ball over these last couple of seasons, dog. So like, I don't really have, I don't know what well, to Well, they put, as, and this hurts me because I really like him, but they made James, they like, put all their chips in on James Conner for a while. And that yeah. while he's a good running back, he is good. Like he's definitely, de he's good at running. He's good at catching. He's decent at blocking. And his story just behind the scenes of be getting over cancer and he being from Pittsburgh and getting to play for the college and then for the team in Pittsburgh, it's like it works, but he just doesn't have the durability. And as somebody that has cancer and went through something similar to what he has, the fact he can even play in the NFL, like, if my wife touches me in the arm hard, that shit is excruciating just because of the way my body is after chemo. The fact he can go and take those hits 
and work out like an NFL player. It's like he should be given a medal of honor for that. But that being said, he just doesn't have the durability to make it through an NFL season. And like when you have like six games where you need him and he's not there, and then we have to bring in other guys that are backups that are, we have decent running backs at backup, but you can't just bring somebody in and plug them in and they, right. you know, give you that max talent and max level of play that you get with the starter. It just well, it's happen. funny. Uh, it's funny how like sports is like that because literally like one person, depending on what their mindset is, can make or break an entire team, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like as a running back, if you have the running back that's willing to be like the bus and he's running people over, like the rest of the team gets hyped seeing that shit, you know what I'm saying? But then you have that running back that's like running out of bounds and avoiding contact and shit. And then people are like, man, you a bitch, bro. You could have, you know what I'm saying? You could have did something, bro. You know what I mean? I feel like Le'Veon Bell. If my team would have paid Le'Veon Bell that money, if he would have accepted the contract we were going to give him, which he would have made more money with, and but he went to the Jets for whatever reason. Right. We would have Which all might had, we might have been in the fucking playoffs last year if we had him. But we Yeah, don't. but y'all might not have had the defense y'all got either though. That's true. I mean our him, defense you know I mean? is sick, dude. Our defense is ready to go. Yeah. Which makes me hopeful. Yeah, I saw but that. I don't think we're ever gonna like I've seen three Super Bowls and that we won two of, and I don't think I'm ever gonna see my team in the Super Bowl, at least for a few decades. Like I, said, I might be 70. That, <laughs> if I'm blessed to see these 70 years old, I hope the Cowboys <laughs> won one by then, but I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, you think, like, like we were talking about with no audience and stuff, man, that would be so weird to see a uh, football game with no crowd, dude. Because, like, no. but it I couldn't even imagine, cool dude. Because it's like you took in the variable out, so it's just which team's better. It's not – can they overcome the crowd? Yeah. Can they overcome the noise? Can they do this? It's just I don't think that shit even bothers players. players. Like I think not. that like I feel like maybe crowd noise bothers like the kickers and stuff because they do have like the game riding on them at certain times and like people are going crazy or whatever. But I feel like if you're just like on defense or whatever, I don't even think you even hear that shit. I think you just hear your breath running hard and you know shit like that. Like that's probably what you hear more than anything, just banging into people. You know what I mean? Like. I could be wrong, but uh, if they do do it without an audience, bro, I've seen how wrong these things can go. Because I recently saw a YouTube video of our boy, Mr. Dion Cole, the comedian here. Uh, oh, should pull God, this up dude. for the people to see. But he was basically doing a Corona stand-up is what he called it. And he's just one man talking to a camera, telling jokes that he's workshopping. And... Uh, He's just not the guy to be doing that, bro. Like his his comedy style is more of like a joke response from the crowd where he says something kind of outlandish and funny and people giggle about it and he goes deeper into it. So like his whole stand up while he's doing it, he's like, I think one of his jokes was he says, uh, what if he said Tiger Woods doesn't want to claim that he's black or Thai. So uh, he, he just doesn't want to identify with either race. So instead, I'm gonna just call him a formal nigga. <laughs> and he sits I mean, there and he laughs at himself. Like, even if it's like any comedian, though, like it just doesn't work. Like half of stand-up comedy is the audience. That's part yeah, of it. Bro. Like you going and just telling jokes. Like anybody that wants to know what this is like in real form, that's not on like just on YouTube. Go to an right. open mic comedy like show at any bar yeah. or anything. The shit is in there. There's no audience. 
and it's just somebody talking to thin air. So it's might be hopefully some of the shit Dion Cole's saying is funny. That guy's hilarious. But having no laughter, having no none of the energy you get at a live stand up show, it's just like seems so fucking weird to to do. Well, that's the thing about uh, comedy anyways. It's one of the most, like, symbiotic entertainment things because, like, you can watch, like, the Golden Globes or, like, the Grammys and shit, and there's people performing. But, like, if you're not clapping, like, it's not affecting the performance. You know what I'm saying? Like, Janet Jackson's still dancing just as hard, still doing everything because, like, at the end of the day, that's what she came there to do. But you as the comedian, like, you kind of came there to make everyone have a good time. That's why, like, even those, like, the Grammys has, like, a comedian hosted most of the time because you kind of got to set the table up, you know what I'm saying, for the yeah. entertainment. You got to kind of, you know, get people in the mood for it. But if there's no people, how do you set a mood for for yourself? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just weird, bro. I can't like, believe he did it. Like, because I feel like most stand-up comedians, are just, like, real professional ones are like, man, I ain't fucking doing that shit. To his credit, he did say that people kept asking him. He told he kept telling people no because he was like, "What I'm gonna do? Tell jokes to nobody? Like that looks fucking stupid." And he says that before he does it, and then he does it, and it's like, "Yeah, this is okay. fucking stupid, bro." <laughs> like, like, dude, like, I don't mean to hate on you because I actually really like that dude. I think he's funny, but oh, I do too. It's, like, it's just he's not, funny on Blackish. He's on all those shows like Blackish and Mixed. He's the writer. Stuff. Yeah, he, he writes for a lot he's of those fucking, shows. He's great on those shows. His stand up itself is hilarious, but. I do not see a bright future for yourself Solo. in a room yeah. stand-up shows <laughs> online. I'm, I just can't. It makes my fucking skin crawl, dude. It's like watching. I almost wish freestyle. Oh yeah, dude. I almost wish he had had like a laugh track just because, just to break up the monotony. Dude. Somebody fucking should have done that for his ass. I mean, seriously, bro. Because he literally is like, like when he tells a joke, he's like, "Yeah, y'all get it? A formal nigga, black tie, uh." Yeah, I, I I think that's funny. And then he goes to his yeah. next joke, and it's just like, that is funny. Like, what in the hell? It's hilarious, but at the same time, it's like, if nobody's laughing, like, or even if it's one person, like, could you imagine doing a comedy act for one guy? And the whole time, he's just sitting there, oh me, my God. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened like, at like an open mic. It's just one dude sitting oh there with God. his arms crossed, like, make me laugh. Um, hold on, oh dude. God. I have to, I'm going to pause this real quick. I got to fucking take a mad yes. I'll be right back. All right, all right, cool. All right, so I just took a piss. We're back. So <clears throat> no stand-up comedy, one-man shows on the internet. We've agreed with that. That's not a good look, even though Dion I just Maybe he's bad. ahead of his time. You know what I mean? Sometimes like it's maybe like when, when the guy going. made Napster. Maybe yeah, this is just going to keep going, and we're going to be locked down even further at some point. This is going to be the real – this is what stand-up comedy is going to be. Oh, God. It's Corona fully <laughs> takes over. So that's the horror that we have awaiting us if that happens, beyond oh, that dying and all that shit. That is a dark future. <laughs> that is tell you, like I said, I, I hate that it was, I hate that Dion Cole was the guy I saw. Cause like I said, I really like him as a comedian. Dude, you could look but... up five other, vi- 50, like 50 other videos of like worse stand up comedians doing that. And it's just as cringy. Dude. It's even more. Yeah, cringy. dude. Like, the jokes I aren't mean, even good. It's just some crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's basically a TikTok video. That's all it is. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's just you have to have balls. To just like he was like workshopping jokes. Like he literally had like a piece of paper out. Like these aren't even jokes that he usually tells. You know what I mean? I'm just like, bro, this that's is balls, balls, balls. Yeah, bro. So I mean, like more than anything, I want to just give <clears> a shout <throat> out to Dion Cole. I feel like you're a true hero. Um, for even attempting to, to break the barrier, but uh, build the wall back up and just, you know, 
Let's make Please, that Mexico yeah. America. <laughs> let's, just, let's get that Trump wall going back up, bro. <laughs> Call me and Aaron. We'll get your video. Send us the video you do. We'll add a laugh track. Something. And it will just, it'll just make it way better. You're, it's, you're too good to just do one man stand up like that. Or maybe we just need to, you know, bring the crowds back, man. Just, you know, we'll have Corona people in the crowd. We'll have regular people. We just live our lives like how we used so to. Everybody, bro, you know, just get... give everybody a Lysol bottle and they can spray, you know, just be one giant, like, Lysol spritz. <laughs> I just think it's crazy in the midst of all this is that they <clears throat> pretty much did take this out of everybody's hands. Because that's what we used to do. Like, the flu was out there. It's always out there. And it's like, well, you, you got to live your life, bro. Go to work. You know what I'm saying? And now it's just like. Uh, don't touch that. Cause like, bro, like yeah. I went to this restaurant the other day and like they had it where like they had a table set up at the front door. So you just walk in and they have like this sign. It's like, call us and tell us that you're here to pick up your order. And then we'll call you back. And then we'll let you know when it's finally ready and you can come in and get it. It's like, I have to call y'all six times now to get my food. Like, this it's is hilarious. crazy. I mean, you have but to be like, out here. Vets do that. We take yeah. our dog to the vet. It's like park in the parking lot and call us. And right. Like, somebody out. It's like, is this a drug deal? or? Right, right. But then what's even crazier about that is you go to other places and none of that's built in. So, like, it's literally just at the behest of whatever company it is. But, like, I go to Walmart and, like, they're just letting everybody to the door. People are in Walmart on top of each other. Like, oh, yeah. I'm literally, like, they're not keeping six <clears> feet. <throat> it's just like is this real or not? Like if I like what's happening here, man, like remember that Walmart we would go to in Panorama city, that one that was just like in that shitty mall. Bro, I almost got in a fight in there before. Oh, with the cashier, dude. Place, <laughs> yeah, bro. But think of how shitty that place was under normal circumstances. And I bet right. I drove there right now. Help. I mean, hopefully that building's on fire with nobody in it and it just burns to the ground and, that curse of that place can be over with but oh man but you know what's crazy dude is i swear like i've been seeing people not social distancing at all like i've been seeing videos online where like literally like it was one where uh that dude that was on real world tech or whatever like um tech money that, alive? yeah yeah dude like i met him out in la and like i shot some videos with him so i'm like his friend on facebook but i saw recently he just DJed like a party or something, bro. Like I ain't trying to snitch on him or nothing, but like mm. legitimately, like it was like five hundred people at this party. And I'm like, is this during the virus hey, right now? Like, text like, fucking text the guy. Oh, he's, he's created the coronavirus. Oh yeah, man. Bro. Get him to DJ your parties, bro. Like if you're in LA, man, he'll pop up and DJ your party. And just having tech there DJ, and I feel like does anybody from know our who era he is now? I was about to say you have to be our age to know who that is. You know what I mean? Because like. Well, he's significantly older than us. Like, we knew oh, him yeah. on Real World, but he was older oh, than yeah. us when he was on TV. So it was like, was he like a 50-year-old DJ? <laughs> Speaking of the real world, he probably is like 45 or something, more than likely. But he doesn't look like it, you know what I'm saying? Black don't crack, dog. But uh, speaking of that, I remember being a kid, and now I realize what MTV really was, is that it was for people that are like in their tweens and shit. Like, I remember being like 12 and 13 watching Real World being like, oh, I want to be on this show so bad. This looks so <laughs> awesome. But then, like, you watch it when you're older. It's like, oh, these are just people going to work every day. This isn't even any drama on this or show. Just, like, just getting shit phase. It's like, oh, yeah, just getting drunk. teenagers in a house with, with liquor and shit. It's like, right. okay. Like, if I was in the real world now, as my age, they'd all be dead. I'd be like, shut the oh, yeah. fuck up. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, you know what's even funnier is uh, BET had 
the black real world, College Hill. You ever see that? Did you know about that? I don't know if that I hits mean, your atmosphere uh, or not. Um, so oh, wait, was bro. it like Mad Real World, like Chappelle show, or was it? Uh, pretty much. Like one, I I remember one commercial distinctly in which there it was called was the Attack of the Yak. On the show, though, was there any? Oh no. Okay. Well. Hell no. First off, it was only at historically black colleges, and then okay. they would give them off-campus housing. So I don't know if you ever even really been to an HBCU. Everywhere an HBCU is already crazy. Like I every, I don't think they'd welcome me on the. I'm, I'm like, you can come to the campus. They're not gonna like. They don't like. You know, we only sacrifice a white guy every like three months. You know <laughs> right. I mean? So like, <laughs> like it's the, but you no. have to wait another hundred years till you have to worry about that. But then you right, have, right. But no, like legitimately, like one episode, the commercial advertisement was called "The Attack of the Yak." I'll never forget this. What happened was. The whole premise of it was that they had a party at the house and somebody brought cognac to the party. And apparently when everybody got really drunk on the cognac, they don't know how to act. So like, it was like five fights um, (laughs) between these two different people. These two chicks get in a fight. Somebody tells on their girlfriend or something like that. And I was just like, bro, this is possibly the most trash shit that could have ever been created. Like, no, you know what's you know fucked what up, though? It's not, because you know what the most trash show is that's like that? What's that? Bad Girls Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, but see, so, every- those are, like, human abortions that live. That oh, are just like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? What is the, what is the show, like, what did you present to the oh, network man. to get the show? Like, we have all this liquor. We're gonna get a bunch of these fucking trashy hot tricks to be in a house and just get boo- like, well, like here's I'm pretty sure you uh, had to have a criminal that. record. I think you had to have a criminal record to be on Bad Girls Club, dude. Because every know. one of them chicks, I think the first season, every one of them chicks was like, "Yeah, and I got locked up for DUI, blah blah blah." Didn't it? Like there was a one with that big girl on it, and she was like, "That was the yeah, best one." Talk to my PO, then, like you had like the trash cans, like yeah, nah. she was like, "Get out this fucking house, y'all." <laughs> You know what's fucked up? He was the best one of those people, and she actually became a host of like the reunion. Yeah, I saw it in Elliot. A piece of shit. They're like, yeah, you are you a piece of shit, shit. So you gotta host this and control these fucking bees. It's like um, it's like when they have like those drag queen uh, shows or whatever. It's like the biggest queen has to be the host of the show. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. that's what her shit was. You know what I mean? Like, I she I mean, was the biggest not, it's, atrocity. It's not that. It's the one that's like the biggest piece of shit, basically. The one that causes well, the most shit. You know, well, she was so legendary for sure. But did well, you see the one in uh for Bad Girls Club? I'm sorry, guys. I actually was. I've seen many of these because I get high. Oh, and I'm I, a fan. I'm a fan. I, I, I admit, I'm, not I'm a fan it's a of the show. show. In theory, <laughs> but I'm saying the people on it are trash, and the people behind the scenes are even worse. But oh yeah, the season with the big chick—I can't remember her name right now. Was, yeah, me neither. There was an episode of that where you know it's like clicks of chicks that are like fighting in that show or whatever. Um, right. One click, they literally stole the chick's toothbrushes. And if it's not gross enough to just fuck with somebody's toothbrush and maybe like spit on it or put it in like some whatever, they were literally shoving these things up their ass and puss and just like that was the prank. And I was, you put that on TV. 
That was like that was just on yeah, TV, just like blurred yeah, out dude. a little bit. But it's just like some chick over sink, like fuck these bitches, y'all. I'm about to put this shit up my ass. Well, I will say in the defense of uh, my conspiracy mind, I feel like all that was staged, where they had you know multiple toothbrushes and shit. Because like if you really do something they, like they that to somebody, you go to jail. On the sink and put something at least look like she's putting. I, whether or not it actually happened and somebody used it, that chick agreed, okay, like, oh, you want me to film myself looking like I'm putting a toothbrush up my ass? Cool. Oh, well, I, I don't even think it was that deep. If they asked me to do that, I'd be like, hell no. I don't even no. think they asked. I, I think that they did it, and then <laughs> the show, in their own defense, went behind them and switched the toothbrushes out. Like, that's what I would uh, hope. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that they said to them, like, hey, we got an idea. I think that these chicks were just nasty and did this. And then as a producer of a show, like me personally, like if that was me, I'd be like, yo, we cannot let this chick put this in her mouth. Because if yeah, she finds this out, like she's going to kick everybody's like, ass. Sitting behind the camera like, yeah, put that toothbrush up your no. ass. Here's another no, one. This no. is bigger. I can see this one better. And it was just like, you know. I think I'm hoping that they were smart enough to say, let's go buy another toothbrush for this chick before that she uses this because we're all going to get sued for this shit is what I would hope. Because I would sue the fuck out of a TV show if somebody did that to me and you didn't tell me, dude. Like, if you were oh, filmed that yeah. and you knew, like, yeah, I'd be pissed off, bro. Like, Especially I'm not if you got sick nobody. afterwards, it's like, yeah, that chick, like, went home or whatever. And then, like, three months later, she had, like, conjunctivitis or that's something. How, uh, that's how they took out your boy, Michael Douglas, bro. Fucking bro. That's all that was. He didn't get taken hey, out man. either. Hey He's man, all alive. I'm saying is this motherfucker got throat cancer from <clears> eating <throat> too much crotch, bro. Man, like that's some Michael fucking Douglas, legendary dude. shit, dog. <laughs> Michael that's Douglas a dirty old man out there just saddling up, giving mustache rides <laughs> oh, forever. That's a dirty old man right there. He lived in my dream though on some real shit. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Drink enough. Sugary drinks, you're probably gonna get cancer. I guess if you eat enough bad pussy, you're gonna get cancer too. If you're Michael Douglas, yeah, that, so. that sugar transmutes, I guess, uh-huh. leaks down there. <laughs> Salute. I mean, he's still alive. He's, he got he got out of it. He's an ant man. He's good. He got that Disney cure now. He ain't gonna. Oh man, he's gonna make. I'd be it. like, <laughs> Michael Douglas, go to give you a hug. Oh, back up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take away from me. You brush your teeth today, Mike. Oh, bro. That's what sucks about being famous, man. Once your business gets out in the streets, man, people But just he did that. He forever. said that. He, he told me that to the country. He's like, yeah, I got throat cancer, guys. You want to know how? No, I, I didn't smoke cigarettes. I was licking cat for decades. But see, I feel like he probably lying, though, too, dog. He's eating some I mean, butt, man. Yeah, he had, to eat, he had to eat a little brown. You don't just kick cancer from the, from the hole, bro, from pussy, man. He, he got that. that just strengthens your immune system, dude. Don't start man. talking bad about eating booty. Like, you ain't never. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, to be, I have a very light experience with that because most chicks that I've been with, yeah, I agree, but most chicks that I've ever tried to deal with weren't really down or they were, but then once you got down there, the meal they were prepping wasn't a uh, – cooked all the way (laughs) i mean dude you gotta you gotta come at it from your perspective so if you gotta if you're gonna do that you know maybe you just like get in the shower with them like there's things you can do to make sure (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i mean aspects of it right right 
you, you can't gotta just go it. in. It's not like going to, right. to a buffet and you just like go in, sit down, and start eating. You got to make sure the prep's right. been done. Right. Proper right. precautions. I, there's not, you know. I totally agree. I you, totally agree. Don't start talking shit about booty because well, I'm I mean, also on though, record and I I'm pro booty eating. I have a wife <laughs> who. This is not part of my life anymore, but. As a younger man, I definitely know what goes into it, familiar, and well, I have nothing against people that enjoy it. So don't don't judge people, Aaron. I I, I don't judge. I'm just saying that I have limited experiences in, in my Michael small Douglas sample sizes, does. you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, he, actually, he's old country you know buffet. <clears throat> Let me revise what I said. He didn't get over throat cancer because of whatever – he got over. He got throat cancer from eating pussy, and he got over it because he ate butt. You get me? <laughs> That's the cure. Some boost that he got from eating the butt got him over the cancer. Yeah. Oh god. So I'd it was love, just like, I'd and that's this, crazy because uh... that's like a how many inches is that from from cancer to cure? It's like. Oh, I mean, hey, know. maybe we need to uh, have him talk to some of these medical professionals out here. Maybe he'll figure out how to stop this corona because I, I feel mean, like. Maybe the cure is just that close. It's, it's just a gooch away. We just got to call, <laughs> like, get a bunch of strip clubs. That's where our, we got to start there and we'll work our way up to the medical community. So since we're this is a podcast and we are delving into our deeper characters, I just have to ask this question now. Oh. Not that I want to know, but I feel like the people have to know this, is that what is your uh, take on being eight? booty eight. Oh, i would never i'm yeah uh <laughs> first of all i for most of my life i was morbidly obese so <laughs> you know i feel like that's something you got to get at like end of young age and experience Ooh, I mean, i've only had the only thing i've ever had is somebody try to put a finger near it and it, it, anywhere near it's like nope but to put somebody's mouth near my ass I mean, yeah. they're going to get some kind of cancer. They're going to get it. There's just not going to come away from that unscathed. Either yeah, that's me too. It's just not a good look. And I don't get why that's guys would too. want it. Like, there's no experience. I mean, like, a girl gets their pussy and they have I some experience like, uh, having a face down there. But I I don't have anybody in there. Like, you've, got, you've gotten head before, man. You've gotten yeah, head before, bro. The, okay, on, it's not. Let's a girl has licked your ball. A girl's playing with your nuts. Here. Girls play with your nuts before. It's just, like I said, just a gooch away, bro. It's right well, there, you know? That being said, hard no. If you're trying to eat well, this butt, you better go in with a hazmat suit. Uh, that's me, some bro. Kind like, of like, uh, <laughs> some disinfecting. Like, it just is not. I'm a guy. Like, yeah, man. On my take on it, like, it. I just know, I know the history of my butthole, kind of like what you said, too. And it's yeah. just like. I've had hemorrhoids most of my life. I, you know, I'm not ashamed to share I mean, this with people. I'm, I'm, a, I'm uh, a dude, bro. I'm 36. Yeah. I'm old. I got that's it. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and you know, I just feel like depending on what my diet was prior to doing that as well, it can be vastly dramatic of what comes out on the other end. So, like, it could be some wet, soupy slop, and I didn't get it all, and I don't want you to go down there, shorty, like just for your own safety. You know what I mean? But it could also be a hard, chunky mess. <laughs> and uh, I mean, then, you know, like <laughs> I would hope that anybody would do their best if they think that's going to happen to them, that they're going to clean that stitch up, and they're not going to throw somebody into Vietnam and just have them go into a swampy Matt, mess. 
I don't think anybody goes into their on, day thinking man. I'm going to get my butt ate today. I don't think that's something that's no, on the regular list like, of no, things. Unless you're you just know? living that like swing lifestyle, you got at least like a 10 minute window where you know your ass is about to get licked. So, well, like, I mean, I've seen be like, a... hey, I gotta go. I need to go wash my hand. Like, make up an. Ex- I think I heard something downstairs and just like clear out, get a little <laughs> attention to it, and then go for it. But for me, I it's a no go. First of all, I I'm married, so I my wife I would never put her through anything like that. And quite frankly, I would just be hurt if anybody. If I was a woman and somebody, if I, a guy asked me to eat his ass, I would feel attacked. I'd be like, no. I mean, it's, that's a big ask. That's a big <laughs> ask, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty big ask. But I mean, I like, like only, also, hmm. but dude, there's such a level of prep that goes into it. Cause like I saw this uh, video on the internet recently of like Why porn chicks watching? talking what about did you watch where they're oh okay Jeez. well it was like it was like a documentary no and they were saying like about um, ass eating dude no like about being a porn star oh. but she was saying that <laughs> she like she said that she had an anal scene later that day so she couldn't eat anything so like literally like for the entire day she didn't eat any food so that she wouldn't have anything coming out of her i guess but it's just like that yeah, is a lot of also being like stabbed by a giant <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's like getting a fucking prostate exam times a million. You know what I mean? Like, it's way worse God. than that. Have you oh, seen yeah, that dude. meme of that guy that was going around like right when this coronavirus hit? That big black dude that's just like sitting on the side of the bed with his dick out. No, I did not see, see that? that at all. No, I didn't see the that. The big bald black. His, I, like the. It went so deep that people found out who that guy was, and he's like dead now. And people are like, it's sad because he just did porno to like make ends meet at a bad time in his life but it was like a meme going around at the beginning of the month where it's just like this huge black dude with just a like i did not see this (laughs) it was scary to me but it was also you know (laughs) oh man but no man uh no i would not honestly i can't uh, conversation aaron well i was about to say i don't want uh, anyone eating my ass well, I was going to say, I, I don't even watch porn anymore, really, dude, because, like, I, the last time I went on there, I saw something that kind of terrified me, and ever since then, I just have decided it's just kind of gotten too out there, which was apparently, I, I didn't watch this video. I just saw the clip, so, you know, you can see the clips in the corners. There was a clip mm-hmm. of a guy sticking his own dick up his own ass, which, wow. after I saw that, I yeah, I was just... It looked like a pretzel, Annie Ann's pretzel shop going down there for sure from the little piece that I saw. That, that was actually just an Auntie Ann's like viral marketing ad. Like, <laughs> oh, well, they, they, <laughs> they need to definitely work on that campaign because I was uh, taken aback of, and shocked. Needless to say, there I mean, was no more if you're trying to find day. disturbing <laughs> porno, though, I mean, you could just go. Burt Kreischer, the comedian, brought up a porno type that I've never heard of. and looked into just like once or twice it's not erotic at all it's literally like a porno where women are like sinking in quicksand what the fuck exactly that's the reaction (laughs) you should have if you're a real normal human being but it's just like just women like get it's it's porno acting and it's literally women just like Oh, help me, please. And I never got far enough to see if, like, maybe some guy comes with, like, a hard dick and he's like, get out of the quicksand. And 
I don't think it's that. I think it's just women sinking in quicksand that are like half. That's naked. strange. Yeah, that's very strange. Um, I remember that uh, this was way back in the day. There used to be this shady ass uh, porn shop. This was back before the internet and all that. And it was near the Seven Eleven I would go to all the time. And uh, I remember one of my boys told me, he's like, yeah, you can go in there and buy stuff, man. They don't, uh, they don't check your ID or nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, you're full of shit. So I go in there. I'm probably like 15, right? And when I was 15, I, I looked, you know, I had a beard and all that. So maybe they thought I was just grown. They didn't ask. I don't know. But, bro, like, I go they in there. They care. They knew. Yeah, exactly. So I go in there, and I bought this, <clears> I bought, a, you know, the standard, you know, uh, stuff, West Coast production stuff that you usually would find there, you know, some quality, some quality material. But then I just saw one that was on the sale rack for, like, $2. All the rest of these things oh, in there are, no, like, 25 dude. bucks. Yeah. Like, every other, vi- every other video on the show is, like, 25 bucks, right? So I'm like, it's only, like, $2. Like, let me just pick it up, you know, a little quick little impulse buy i didn't even look at the title it was called fucked in the brain and i didn't oh, understand God. that they meant that like mentally fucked up shit that you were about to see right i thought oh, it, I meant thought it was just like, like chicks giving dome like dome exactly yeah because you know we're from that time period where we used to call the brain and shit you know what i'm saying yeah. so like that's what i'm thinking too like oh yeah watch some, i'll watch some chicks up the dick or whatever man I put this thing on, dog. The first clip is like a voyeuristic ass porn where like it's two people fucking from a room and a guy is outside across the pool, like hiding in the bushes watching them. And that's the whole perspective of it. It's like never cuts away. Dude, you bought a like, fucking, uh, what are they called? <laughs> Psycho snuff, shit. You bought like, a snuff movie, dude. Some rich guy. Pretty made much. A snuff oh, film, bro. Dude. But no, so like I, 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 I immediately am like, this is weird. So I go to the next one. It's like this goth chick with like antlers on her head and a black guy and a white guy inside of a meat locker. And she's holding a steak on her chest, licking a raw steak. And then the dude starts banging her. And she's like licking the steak while they're fucking and shit. And like putting like fake blood on her chest and shit. Yeah, like it was the, I, I was like, yep. And I immediately took that shit out the player and threw it in the trash. Like and you know you're a kid so you gotta like hide it or whatever. So like, oh I like, oh like, yeah, my dude. Neighbors. Damn, I like, never... my neighbor's dumpster. Oh, <clears throat> I was so man. I was like so shocked, man. Like never the same again after that. I'm a little older. Like I'm like four years older than you, but I remember clearly like the porn that I was getting when I was like first getting a porno tape. So there was no internet. Right. There was porno mags. And there were tapes of porno. There wasn't even right. a DVD at this point in time. Right. I think it was in like junior high. And I clearly remember this porno tape that went around to like, you know, people just pass it around. It was like, you get it for a yeah. week and then you give it to somebody else. Right, right. And it was, I mean, shot on film, clearly. Like this was in the 90s or whatever, but this was clearly a 70s so, porn. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that's all the porn in the 90s was from the 70s. If, if, if people don't know this, just for all the youngins listening, this is a history lesson for you all. Uh, there was not a new update every week like these websites no. have now. You literally I get mean, a tape from your older brother who got it from his, from your uncle who got it from probably your grandfather. So yeah, <laughs> continue it's, been going, it's been circulating for decades at this point. Like, but right. this one in particular, like, I'll never forget this. Like, put it in. It looks like a real movie at first. There's a story. It's like an hour and a half porno tape. And it's not just like clips of people fucking. There's a story. Right. So I'm just going to run. I'm just going to briefly summarize this movie. There's a guy. There's a doctor. He has two assistants. 
they die. I don't remember how they die. These are two like white, just like look like white moms from the suburbs. Right. They don't, you know, porno women were not what they were now. They these are seventies Bush, seventies women porno women. So, that, that classic primo, unshaven. Yes, <clears throat> one looked like <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage's wife, kind of oh, like, God. and one looked like Luna Vachon who is also like a ring girl in WWE. But yeah. if you remember that one, just like white trash. Yeah. So this, okay. Picture that they die. They become sexual ghosts <laughs> who become embroiled in a plot with, I think it was the devil, but it's a black dude. And I think he's okay. the devil. He had white, like, or red lights and red glows around him and smoke wherever he was in it. So this movie is basically becomes, you see that, you see him become ghosts. But, you know, it just is like a movie at this point. So then they get charged with going to try to, like, make contact with this doctor that they used to work for. And in doing so, they start, like, basically fucking men as ghosts to get to this doctor who's still alive at the behest of this black devil dude. So it's just like, if you remember Ghostbusters 1, there's a scene yeah. in that where the guy gets his dick sucked by a ghost, but it's just like yeah. his pants getting undone. And then he's right, like, right. it's just like weird special effects. Picture that. But then when they undo his pants, a hard dick comes out. They, like It's just these chicks <laughs> sucking it, but they'll cut away. And it's just a guy with a hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> like reacting like oh fuck but and, oh but, yeah like, in the movie it's he's just like sleeping with his girlfriend so like he's getting his dick sucked by ghosts and then like he comes and his girlfriend's like what the fuck but that's like basically this whole movie until what i remember the finale is the oh, so you watched the whole thing oh well dude I, was, <laughs> I mean i had the porno tape for a week you had to keep going like <laughs> I'd make it through like one scene, get yeah, to the, yeah, yeah. then my next jack sesh, whenever that would be, would be <laughs> the next, you know, you get through it like I came, stop, and then the next right, 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 right. So the end, of which it is one just, of the beauties of tape, I will say, that's one thing that we lost in the internet phase is that you yeah, can't really but that can get find you in trouble too because spot. if you have a porno tape or a tape in general, they, like as a kid, I would tape like movies on Cinemax. Yeah, but they'd be like sandwiched in between regular movies. So if like my mom and right, dad right. checked, you know, but if you got if you fucked up and didn't rewind it, your mom and dad would be like, "Oh, I want to watch the." the want to see Homeward Bound? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's like some guy getting his dick sucked on Cinemax. Oh man! But uh, yeah, I wasn't never that deep with my skills. I didn't have a VCR, so bro. I, I mean, I had to, you know. I was privileged. I had a VCR. <laughs> I, I would do that. But this specific old porno that I got, like, that's what we were working with. It was like literally somebody made a movie and was like, you know what would make this way better? Let's put, let's, they need to fuck. So get the right. dick out. <laughs> Great. We got all the drugs. She's crying. She lost her husband. Great. Cut. Okay. Now suck his dick. Like, right. and then it's like, well, what? Uh... It's funny that you would bring that up because I was recently thinking about just how much sex scenes in movies have progressed, dude. Because it used to be like what you said, like Ghostbusters shit, where it would just like they would allude to it. You know what I mean? Where or it's just like, and then they, 
And, that yeah, and then like, they just, oh. yeah. Right, right. And then they just fade out, you know what I'm saying? And they come back, and this is like, you know, another scene, and like they'd be like happy the next morning. Or they're smoking like, oh. a cigarette, like, God right. damn, you know? What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? The point of ejaculation on some of these, where it's like, God damn, yo, like, this is Fox. Like, what are y'all doing right now? <laughs> yeah, like, I've literally seen a regular TV show where, like, they strip the chick damn near naked and don't show, like, and they show man ass instead of chicks now. So the nudity on TV now is big man booty cheeks, like, just slapping yeah, against a woman's like, body. And it's like, this is more vile than actually seeing a titty, I feel like, because I don't, like, this is kind of violent. Like, I'm seeing him thrust. Like, I don't need this. I know what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and also it's just more aggressive. It's like they're putting sex scenes in movies that don't require it. Like, um, right, right. You see, like rom coms. Like, I like the movie yeah. The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. Funny. There's relationships, but at no point in that movie is he ripping her shirt off and like straight right. drilling this chick. We watched right. Kendra and I watched a movie. I I don't even remember when we saw this piece of shit. But it was one of these Tiffany Haddish movies that came out where it's like, I think it was like yeah. What Men Want or, but Nobody's Fool. That's what it was. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that movie, it's a, just a bad, com- it's not like a great comedy. I love Tiffany Haddish, right. but this is not a good movie. Um, but in the middle of this, this, like, there's a guy who's like the love interest, right? And I, he's just like some really handsome black dude. In the middle of this, out of nowhere, when they start like becoming like coming together, and it's like, oh, the relationship's working. This guy shows up at the house, and then they have this weird like three D Matrix like it's like filmed like in this weird like music video way where it's like it's a full on sex scene where it's like you don't see any of the woman's naked body. It's just the guy like on top of her in these weird different positions that accentuate his ass like fucking yeah. like going up and yeah. down but it's like they went from like a pg-13 movie i mean it was rated r maybe but it was just like there was no like real racy shit and then it's like yeah we didn't need this like the car <laughs> somebody hit the brake it was like get some fucking in this and then like some porno they shot a porno in the middle of it but it's like what is why like you watch it right. it's like what the fuck was the thought process right here, like and I could see if, like, some movies, they do it as a joke where, like, maybe, like, something funny happens while they're doing it, so you want to show that. But, like, literally most movies, they just show a really passionate, like, sex scene. And it's like, you could have just faded to black at any moment through this, and I would have known what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to... Because yeah. they're going to fade to black anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, like, they never... I've never seen a movie where they're literally like, oh, this motherfucker's nutted. And you're like, you see the nut, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, we know yeah. it's not going to happen. Dude, you know this I mean? movie I was just <laughs> telling you about, that whatever, the Tiffany Haddish one, like, yeah. they might as well have just ended the sex scene right. with just, like, only this much, like, the chick's chest without showing her titties in her head, and then just, like, a low just, and that was, like, the edit point of the scene. Because <laughs> it was just, like, jarring. It was, like, a pretty like decent like you could show this to like my mom who's super she doesn't like cursing even and for like up until they have sex she's been like oh this is a pleasant movie like but then like a second later there's just a dude just going to in a way and it's always the most brawny dude too like it's like some huge like buffed out this guy was muscled up i mean I don't he know. Had that the dick world root. has changed. He had that like little dick root thing where it was just like, <laughs> yeah, dog. That's, bro, that's 
that's what got me. I think that show I watched 911, they showed Dick Root on that. And I'm like, bro, like, okay, we get it. Like, the guy on it's supposed to be the hot guy and shit, but like, he's getting out the shower, going to work. We don't need to see a Dick Root right now, bro. That's like, it has nothing to do with the story. Netflix show Altered Carbon. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They, they like, chilled that guy's body way too much, bro. It's like, chill out, man. Like, I'm not even on some, like, I, hey, if you like seeing that stuff, cool, do you, but it's not adding to the story. Like, I could see if, like, it was a reason that we saw, like, in the Matrix, like, people get somewhat naked because you're seeing, like, the hoses on them and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, seeing that they were actually in the Matrix. But, like, if it's just, like, some guy waking up and he rolls out of bed and it's just, like, oh, look, I got an eight-pack and uh, here's a little <laughs> booty cheek, I don't a little booty cheek for you. And also, I, I'm, <laughs> like, not muscular, but I've had enough muscles in my life to see a six pack on my body. But I've never been to the point where I didn't have to like flex. Like they're making an effort to show those muscles. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he just is like, Oh yeah. Sloppy body. Like I just woke up. It's like, he's like getting out there. Like Like he just did 300 pushups. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't drank any water for like eight days right before they shot that. Oh yeah, dude. Well, you have yeah. to do so much crap to even have a six-pack showing on you, dude. Like, I, I assigned it in my mind early on. I was like, eh, I'm in shape enough. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do what I've been doing. I'm not stepping into this threshold of insanity. Because, like I said, I saw some dude, bro, like, he literally is just his whole thing is no cheat day. He's like, I don't even eat carrot cake no more. And I'm like, you have no lo- love in life, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't eat a you don't eat a cookie. Like, come on, man. Like one cookie, bro. Like I was like it, that. Bro. I mean, you remember when we were living together? I was just eating beans and eggs and like almonds with apples was my cheat, bro. That it's shit like is, that ain't fun. I mean, you get in shape. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it's cool being in shape and everything, but at the same time, like every once in a while, dude, I smoke a black of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't smoke. But I like I enjoy a cool breeze in a black and mild sometimes. It's <laughs> nice, you know what I'm saying? Like it makes you feel good. That's all I'm saying. Like That's I so like, just enjoy That's your so life. Good, it's just like I don't like a lot of finer things in life, but I gotta have a black and mild every once in a while. Hey just man, first and foremost, mild every once in a while. First and foremost, a black and mild if you smoke it right will last you like three days because I don't just smoke it all in oh, one setting. That's too much. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just take, like, a couple puffs on it. But you get that little head rush, man, and it's like, oh, man, I remember when I used to really smoke these. And you just kind of have a little flashback, and then it gets nasty, and then, you you know, you're like, oh, I don't – I remember why I stopped. You know what I mean? Like, because it's only good I for, like, three I like, puffs. putting weed in them, like, using them, like, bump, like, freaking them and putting weed in it. So yeah. you just had, like, a self-contained little – you know, you could, like, take it into a concert when – Right, right. Like, all over the place and just, like, hide it. But I can't smoke that shit. I haven't even smoked, like, a blunt since and had definitely since you lived here for sure oh, yeah i mean i, I don't even to. really i feel like it's a waste man like i just be hitting little bowls now bro but i, I can't smoke too. no more bro. i'm telling you man like i'm like i legitimately do like i smoke like a one hitter I, I put like this much in there and hit like two of those and be sleep for three hours so like i just i just realized i gotta stop doing that shit i got i got stuff to do in this world man and then <laughs> yeah. on the flip side of that i'll drink like 100 milligrams of inedible and fucking be totally cool though like be talking to you like everything's fine now i can't i ain't fresh i will admit like i ain't gonna go hoop or nothing but i'll be i'm fine on that shit i think mine's situational now it definitely i can't do what i used to but edibles like i let that liquid stuff that they have now that shit is i all i i can't i don't really have like the 
I can tolerate just feeling like loopy, but I can't stop eating off that shit. Like when I drink it, oh, yeah. literally that switch gets flipped and like I'll eat dinner and then I'll have dessert and then I'll be like, oh, I'm still hungry. I'll have a bowl of cereal and then I'll be like, I want some more sweets. I'll have another dessert. It just like, well, do I you uh, stop. do you eat before you take them? No, because like me, I, I never take it on an empty stomach. See, that's the thing. Like I always try to eat before I do it, and I feel like because I know I ate before, it kind of kicks in with the food. And don't get me wrong, I still eat a bunch of shit. But I feel like it kind of makes it a little bit more subtle. Like if I do it on empty stomach, like guaranteed, like two or three hours from then, I'm gonna be doing what you're doing. Like I'm be in the oh. kitchen, just like cooking or doing something, trying to eat. You know what I mean? Because I did that yesterday, actually, um, when we were on playing Call of Duty and shit. That's why I told you I was like, man, I gotta get up off this shit because like I, <laughs> I didn't eat before I took it, and then I ate afterwards, and then that food kicks in. It just makes you lazy as fuck. But like, oh, if you side eat note, first, if you're uh, on Call of Duty Warzone, holler at Sasha Fresco. Or salt and slaughter. We suck, but you can join our team and suck with us. So, yeah, we have, we uh we play second in plunder, but we are not battle royale guys. Just so no. y'all know. But, <laughs> like, yeah, as soon as they start animals, shooting. Yeah, I mean, I can't. We ain't gonna win, but Sasha Fresco, salt and slaughter, holler. We'll 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 get some money for your team. We'll squad up. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. We 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 get bags. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but, uh, I, can't, I will eat. I could eat the equivalent of like, I mean, who knows? It's basically like a dog on, I'm basically become a puppy on that where if you put food in front of me that I like, it's gone. It will be gone. Well, just, just take my expert advice. Eat something first next time. Just see how you feel with that. Like eat like a good meal. Like you get like a burger and fries, bro. And then just take a big old swig of some weed lean and see what happens to you. I think you'll enjoy it a little bit more. I'll give it a shot. Noted. But yeah, I don't know if you want to check out these uh these videos you had here, and then we call yeah. it quits here. Well, like we've given the people enough today. Yeah, I, I definitely we we had a list, and we had we hit some of it. We'll get on these other topics. Like the the homeless man digging in his ass is something I want to explore with you, but maybe we'll get into that. Uh. On the <laughs> well, I mean, we can Caesar. we can uh, we can just graze over that really quickly because we did talk about this whole topic of uh, buttholes earlier today. That's true. Um, but, but I, I just That's feel true. like in LA, uh, at some point you're going to see a naked homeless person, dude. Like it, it just no. happens to everybody. You know what I mean? No, you will. So just, I'm not, we're not going to cover this anymore, but this is going to be my little story. We're going to de- get into some internet videos here shortly, but um, I've been jogging a lot with my wife to fill the time and to work out during this COVID shit. And it's been going pretty good. I live near a beach in near Los Angeles. So we have a lot of good scenery and we take this one way and we, we've been jogging it pretty well. And uh, the other day it was a beautiful day. We were running, everything's going great. And, uh, and then, you know, LA hit and uh, running up ahead. I see a, a homeless man at a bus stop. That's pretty normal get a block up from the guy or get a little bit further up and the guy straight up just drops trial. I've seen homeless ass, not, you know, too concerning. So we keep running. We make our six feet distance away from the ass just to make sure that we don't get any COVID or any, you know, pink eye or anything out of, coming out of that guy's <laughs> asshole. And then I uh, get right. I mean, it couldn't have timed perfect more perfectly. 
jogging. I don't jog fast, but I get up to the guy. I'm basically parallel with him. So he's, he's right on my left side. And I should have just looked ahead. I was just trying to look ahead, but for whatever reason, I looked left. And I just stared deep down inside. This guy had a finger so deep in his ass. That, <laughs> I mean, I saw it, and then I looked away, like horrified. My wife, she got it. She saw it. She saw some balls too. So, oh god, just know <laughs> if you're in LA right now, or if you're in LA, period, you might go. You might think, oh, it's beautiful here. You could be in Beverly Hills, but if you turn oh, yeah. the wrong corner and you go past oh, yeah. this guy. I've seen homeless ass. I've seen what I just explained to you. I've seen a person bent over shooting piss directly down the sidewalk at people. <laughs> and I've seen like a woman wipe her ass with a wet nap and then just drop it while I was walking. Into- I've seen it all. So this isn't yeah, out of a possibility, but I will say that it made me feel happy that, you know, we saw it. This guy's out here, but I made it. I don't have Corona. And I think that our society as a whole is going to make it out of this. And we just need to take this guy's, you know, just avoid people like that. Avoid seeing homeless people digging in their ass. Maybe avoid digging in your own ass or eating. Well, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad that you found some inspiration in that moment for sure. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, I just like feel like I moved on. <laughs> I got past it. And I feel like that's what we're all doing. And I feel like, just getting over that one situation really made me feel better about this whole COVID thing. So thanks, homeless guy. Also, yeah, I maybe mean, get some toilet paper or something instead of that finger. You don't want to dig on that. <laughs> it is interesting. You find out how resilient you are uh, when you're faced with adversity. You know, like you think to yourself, like, this is the worst thing that could happen. And then something worse than it happens. And you're still your same self. You yeah. Know, you just, you know, you just got to. Uh, you have an experience now that you can share with people. You know, I'm, more, and, uh, I'm a more complete person. There's something else that <laughs> I can check off the list of. Never seen that before. I've seen it. So, well, homeless guy I will say, fingering himself. Good. We're, we can oh move God, past himself. <laughs> well, I will say, man, L.A. is very jarring for most people. Because like, you have this uh, idea in your mind of like, the glitz and glam of like Malibu and Hollywood and shit, you know what I'm saying? So like you kind of think that when you go out there and then when you actually get to LA and like, you have to like get over the culture shock of everything where it's like, Oh, don't step on that. Like, what are you talking about? Like that dark spot there on the sidewalk. You should not step on that. That is shit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sit on a, don't sit on a bus stop bench. Don't, touch anything like right we have like water fountains that are public water fountains like in santa monica that you can just like oh, they're next know. to a bus station or something and it's like you'll see kids using them you'll see parents allowing their kids to use them it's like what are you thinking you think anyone has cleaned that since the Bruh. guy that was fingering his ass took a little hit off that shit or somebody lets their dog drink off of it you don't know what's happened to that shit. well dude i seen uh like downtown Broadway in Nashville is like all bars and they're all dive bars. And you know how it is, bro. Like they don't be cleaning bars up. Like how you usually clean a place up. Like I've never seen anybody mop in that fucking restaurant that oh, I worked in. God, dude. Dude. Like not even once. Like I've seen them sweep, but I've never, like maybe they do it late at night. I don't know. But to me, the floors were perpetually dirty. Just like, you know, you go to college bars and shit. Like it's always like grime on the wall and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like that stale yeah. bar smell. Yeah. Ugh. exactly that's that's how this place was i saw a couple come in with their kid 
this baby was probably like six months old. So it was like crawling around and stuff on the floor with no shoes on and it's bare hands. And they never sanitized it. They didn't wash this baby's hands off, nothing. They were letting this kid crawl on the floor in this restaurant. And like, even the people that were working there, like I looked over smiles like, yo, you see these people like, and I even tried to tell them, I was like, man, y'all might not want to just let y'all kid go anywhere. But I don't think they caught what I was saying. You know what I mean? Like, I think they yeah. caught that I was just trying to be an asshole or something. But like, literally, dude, like that little kid might be patient zero, dude. Like, because who knows what it got off that floor, bro? Like, I've never seen it clean one time. And you just let your kid crawl on a bar floor. Like, you're bad parents. <laughs> I don't got yeah. kids, but why were they? Parents. They're bad parents just bringing a kid to a downtown Nashville bar and a. Really, at I all, mean, honestly, I I kind of understand that because you know you're young parents, you want to still have fun, and your kids young and they don't really know what's going on anyways. But yeah, it's not a place for kids. Like it, if you come into a bar and ask if they have a kids menu and they tell you no, you should probably leave. Just letting you know, like off the yeah. rip, because we th- there's no mindset whatsoever. It's like that place I worked at barely ID, bro. Like literally, like they would let people in, and then you had to ID them at the table. Every other bar in that town, before you get to the doorway, they like pull your ID out. We're not letting you in without seeing it. Like they would let people in. Like you know how many fake IDs they found in that place one day? It was like twenty, dude. And like hilarious. they, like it was one of the persons got me. Like they tricked me, and I literally said to the guy, like when they showed me, I was like, man, this shit says Montana on it. Like I don't know what the Montana license looks like. He said he was twenty one. I'm trying to make this money, dog. So they took his drink and they still made him pay for it, which I was like, cool, I'm still getting my money, so I don't care. But like oh, legitimately, yeah. like I'm not I don't care, bro. Like kill yourself. Like I don't like I, I used to be a bartender, you know what I'm saying? And like I've literally given a guy almost a half a bottle of vodka to himself. He was this rich asshole in there. He would come in there at eight in the morning, like before the bar was even really open, and sit there and talk to me while I'm opening the bar. And be trying to get drinks before I can even serve them to him. So then when it would be time to serve them to him, he'd be like, yeah, make it a double. So I just charge him for doubles every time. But like uh-huh. if the glass was, if the glass was like, let's say I'm trying to show you on the camera. If the glass was this big, I put this much liquor. So like. Julian. I don't know where I felt like I get a little drink around here, do you, bud? Half the glass is straight liquor. Yeah. Hey, and man, this place I worked people at, gotta be alcoholics, you know. You gotta, you gotta live. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, he needs his medicine. Yeah, like I, I literally was looking. I'm like, oh, you need your meds. Cool. Here you go, bro. Drink up, man. It's like, and as long he said he wasn't driving anywhere, so I was like, you say you're not driving. Cool. Walk your ass wherever you're going, in, bro. Peace. And then that was the end of it. Like, that's just crazy. Luckily, man. luckily that guy didn't die, and I've actually seen him since then, like out in public, because he's like this big time dude. He has like a restaurant and shit. So like, I would see him, and he actually remembers me, which I couldn't believe, because I was like damn you actually were coherent after all that shit yeah, like right? you know who i am i mean it's probably like so us shocked. and weed he probably that's probably just like maintenance yeah, dude. Shit, you know what i'm saying his liver is just a pickle dog like literally <laughs> it's just a fucking pickle in his gut just leaks out he just has like a hole in his back it's like yeah it's just my liquor hole it's just <laughs> pretty much man. <laughs> right it's like just fucking drinking uh what's that mouthwash and shit man like, might as well have been dude because well, he was drinking uh, fucking vodka. Like vodka is nasty, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like any like if you tell me that you like drinks and then you drink vodka, like I I look down on you. Like if it's not tequila or like rum or sometimes gin, I don't have any respect for you as a person drinking vodka, dude. Because it's the most disgusting, basic ass drink. You know what I'm saying? And I've had good vodka drinks, but no, that's not how I want to get drunk. I'm I'm good on that. I mean, I don't like the only alcohol I like is in girly drinks, so I'm not like. I can't really speak on drinking because I don't drink it. And when I do, it's like embarrassing for me to order what I'd want. So I usually don't drink anyway. 
like everyone else is like, I'll have a vodka, I'll have a scotch on the rocks. I'm like, I'll have a margarita, please. But it's not a girly drink, man. Fuck out of here. No, it's oh, not. Oh, it is. Okay. Mojito. I mean, it's just I've like, seen guys feel get less mojitos, manly. Man. I mean, I don't feel bad. I'll still do it, but it's like. These, what you're naming. Those are classic cocktails, first off. That's not right, a girly right, drink. You know what I'm saying? Right, this motherfucker is Tom Cruise in Nashville. Like, I mean, I literally was, dude. Because, like, I was, like, at a high-end bar. So, like, I couldn't just make the drinks. People wanted, like, the show. So I had to be, like, this is a period. Bro, I literally would make drinks and tell people because like, I made the syrups for the drinks too. So like, I'd be like, "This syrup here is a lavender infused simple syrup that we use that we make in house." And like, "Oh, really? Oh, that's, how do you do that?" And it's like literally, I get a bunch of lavender tea and boil it with sugar water, dog, and it's <laughs> yeah, right? now lavender. So I'm like, it's not that complicated, but it sounds dope. You know what I'm saying? And so like, then they get it like, "Oh, you can take this. Oh, the lavender is so delicate." Blah blah blah. It's like, man, just don't drunk ass. You could have <laughs> given them water, and they probably would have been like, "Oh, this shit is so tasty." Hell yeah. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like, I'd be in there lying my ass off about shit sometimes, bro. Just making up shit about drinks and, like, doing, like, high pours for no reason. Like, holding the shit up here and pouring it down oh, yeah. and shit. And people are like, oh, man, he's good. It's like, I'm pouring into a cup, dog. Like, this is not. well, y'all. Look at this motherfucker over here. That's ex- that exact accent and everything. I remember one time, like, because uh, we had, like, this certain type of ice that stacks up in the glass and, like, I would always come to work pissed off, dude. Like, cause it'd be like eight in the morning and people are like already here asking me for a drink. And I still got to like go get ice and do all this shit to clean the bar off. So like I would always have an attitude anyways. And I didn't like doing that shit, but like literally like it'd be eight in the morning and like people are like, Oh wow. You, you put all the ice in the glass and it's stacked up in a perfect stack. It's like, yeah, that's the only way this ice fits in the glass. Like, no, it's not. You're lying. Let me see. It's like here. See like, Oh man, that's incredible. It's like, because ice is in a cup, it's incredible. I'll be like, get the. F-. Like, I would go in the back and literally like just like cuss for like five minutes to myself. And people like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. And I just go back out and go to work. And then I know they thought I was crazy, dude. But the way I quit was the same shit. Like one day I just came in there and was like, I can't do this shit no more. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, I fucking hate it here. And I just left. <laughs> I know they were so pissed, but hey, man. I, I, I wish I'd been, I'd been able to. I've only been able to quit one job, and it's because I had another job. So I've never had like the. Uh, satisfaction oh, doing that but that shit must be awesome i'm legendary for that bro i've quit mad jobs just on the fly like <laughs> hey man y'all y'all got the wrong guy here man because what it is is that i feel like i'm a very hireable hireable candidate like if you see my resume and hear me talk and talk to me and meet me like i'm a great person but do i want to do this no i'm motivated by yeah. money People don't com- don't seem to comprehend that, you know. That's why I like people quitting Amazon and shit right now with all this coronavirus shit. Like, I do the same thing. It's like, man, yeah, like it's cool that y'all are paying us more money because of the virus, but I don't want to fucking die. So like, also, I'm this cool seems quitting. Like a shitty company to work for, and like everyone tolerates yeah, like dude. how bad it is because it's Hell just yeah. like. But when you have it's a virus to on top of it, it's like nah. I mean, they're literally lifting boxes up of other people's shit. You know what I mean? It's like when you work at Disney World. You and know what I'm saying? Like everybody's having the like, greatest day of their life. You gotta do this many boxes. Right. You gotta now. Right. 20 right. Seconds. Right. You got Twenty seconds. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Like it's like yeah, like it's like if you work anywhere cool, everybody thinks that you're just having the greatest day of your life. Like, oh man, you work at Disney World. That's awesome. Don't you no. love it here? Blah blah. It's like 
No, I'm at work, motherfucker. You're on vacation, not me. I'm going home to my shitty ass apartment. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to have a drink and I'm going to cuss about all of you people asking me why I like working here because I fucking don't. (laughs) But yeah, you know, it just is. I I worked at Universal Studios, bro. I believe me. I know that. And also, I worked at when I was, my first job was at a movie theater that I went to all the time. So it was like, when I got, I was like, holy shit, this is the best. Like, because it was my first job ever. Right. First job ever. That was one of the worst fucking jobs ever. So I never want to work, unless it's like weed, I really never want to work in something that I love personally. You know, just. Yeah, I could dig that. Hell yeah, bro. My fucking first job ever, I worked at Captain D's, bro, making $5.25 an hour. I think I made like (laughs) six some. I was trying to think of that the other day, like. How much did I make in my first spot? I think it was like six seventy five or some bullshit like that. Fucking crazy. crazy, dude. They used to get over on high school kids back in the day, dog. Because I, oh, I used yeah. to be in there closing. I used to close Captain D's as like on weekdays and shit. At 10 o'clock, I would close the store down and be making $20. I worked for a work pizza place hours. that made me do that shit, too. They'd be like, yeah, you need to close on Thursday. It's like, I have school tomorrow. And they'd be like, right. hey, man, you want this job? And it's like my parents would be like, you'd rather... Cause I sucked at school anyway. So like you better, if you need to do get all A's, if you don't want this job and it's like, well, I'm not going to be able to do that. So right. Gonna... Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Something, some got to give here, man. Yeah. I need money. Shit. All right, yeah, bro, it's just crazy. But yeah, check these videos out and then all we right. can roll. So let's just Kanye watch like a sandals. couple. Kanye sandals next week. You can show me whatever these atrocious oh, things are. Yeah, we'll, dude. We'll table yeah. That. It's, it's no rush on those at all. So, but I want to start off. And I want to, this is kind of going along with, uh, you know, we're both, we met in Florida. We lived in Orlando. We know how much we both hate this place. And uh, there's a certain ride. There's a lot of videos from this ride. It's called a slingshot. And uh, I think this is actually the one in Orlando, but this is just a death trap carnival ride. They have set up outside. It's not in Disney. It's just near Disney. So, Right. Anyone that can't afford to actually go to the park goes to this like carny death trap. Um, have you ever seen somebody of, from Florida? <laughs> have you ever heard of this place called South of the Border? It's no. on I-95. Okay, so you probably have never done this trip. It's on I-95, I think right before you get to Florida. It's like in the bottom part of Georgia. It's a place called South of the Border, and it has like this giant racist ass mexican with a big ass fucking like sombrero on his head like a sleepy mexican with a sombrero on his head like that you can go inside of like it's like a tower so like as a kid you see all these uh billboards coming up like south of the border south of the border and you're like mom and dad can we please go can we please go and like you get closer and closer so it's like all right fuck it we'll go you get to south of the border they have like donkeys and shit as like a petting zoo or some shit right mm-hmm. and then like maybe like one ride like you know that ride that you sit in and it like goes in a circle and it like swings you like this way and that way yeah. but it's just like you know you like get to the edge and it'll like push you this way and then you go around and you go this way where right so it's one of those and then there's this giant statue of a mexican with a sombrero on his head that you can go inside of it's like it's like the eiffel tower of a mexican dude like literally like you get inside of it you go up to the top and it's like you can look around and shit inside of his hat pretty much but like and then they sell fireworks. And then that's oh, I it. thought they were going to say there was like a Mexican restaurant. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, they might. They might have Mexican restaurant. I don't know. But like legitimately, dude, like it's the most fucked up like tourist attraction stop that you can ever go to. I wish that you had been there before because if you've ever been, 
you like when you leave, like you just feel like you got took. Like you ever been to like one of those like carnival freak shows and they're like snake woman or something like that and then you go in there and it's like a lady with paint on her or some shit like that you know what i'm saying like or just like some chick with a beard glued to her face like man right and you just walk out laughing so then everybody sees you laughing so then it's like man what's in there and then they want to go to that's what's out for the border legitimately is on the road dog like it's like oh man the kids want to go all right we'll stop and then you wind up buying like a sparkler for a three-year-old and then you know it's just like i'm sure they got to make millions of dollars dude because it's such they have the greatest billboards it looks so hot that's why they spend all their money on they're like we can't buy new guys but we can get people to pay just to get into this mother i bet there's a big ass wall so you can't see what's actually in the can you see what's in there before you buy the ticket you can see the Mexican from the road, but you can't see anything else. See, there like, you and, go. They're like, oh, I wonder yeah. what else is up. But like with the statue, it's just like a guy selling water and just the statue. Yeah. And, that's it. and fireworks. That's like literally like it's, you can walk around it in all of like 10 minutes. Like it's the greatest tourist mm. stop ever. But I just wanted to let you know about South of the Border because we were bringing that up. But well, let's, let's see this. This uh, is not South of the Border. This is uh, this <laughs> yeah. is Orlando. This is on like uh, what's that one uh, big like area right International Drive or something? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's it like is. right off there. I know I've seen this. So this video yeah, shows you not only what it's like to go on this ride. Um, most of the videos you see from it are people like passing out because they just like scream so much and then they'll just like pass out and wake up and. It's funny. This is why two things. Why I hate Orlando is shows you these people paid good money to be on this ride and what you're about to see happen happened to them. So that's fucked up. And two, it's like this shows me as like I used to be a little fat boy and it shows you as a fat kid the the things you're afraid of like I wonder if this is okay for me. This kid trusted all the adults. All the people around him, including the woman he's bolted into this shit with, and what you're about to see happen. So let me share the screen here. I'll put this on. We'll clip this out so people who are listening or watching on the YouTube can see this too. But um, here, let me share my screen first. So can you see my screen, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So right now you're seeing two people. Um, A white woman and her i think it's her like nephew but this kid's very fat i was not this fat but he's a fat little kid little chubster (laughs) and obviously he's already scared so i'm gonna start this so i'm gonna bring it back just a little bit you can hear what he says so let's go through here start hold on sorry let me just go back a little bit further So basically what he said was, there's no chance I could just fall down and die off this. And his, this woman that's with him is like, this kid's having a panic. He goes, Janice. And he's having a little (laughs) panic attack. So let's just go ahead. I'm going to start this. So he's scared. And they're getting them ride ready. They're getting it ready. He's happy. They're taking these people. He's trying to do his best. Okay. So brave. <laughs> so they look. So they're going, right? Look at him. He's slipping. Oh He's slipping even further. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, this God. lady's a psycho. She was, she's just laughing. I mean, he needs to put his arms down because if his arms slip out, he's gone, bro. Then she looks over. Then she looks over like, eh, shut your fat ass up. <laughs> shut your fat ass up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So basically the moral of this story is don't go on a ride if you're overweight or you think there's a even a question if it's a carny ride. Don't trust any of your aunts or uncles to take care of you when they're just having fun. Okay. And Orlando so. is just the biggest piece of shit. Like Everyone around here is laughing at this poor kid who, I guarantee you, maybe this is like 10 years ago, whatever. This kid now still remembers this moment. It's probably oh, like a seminal sure. moment in his life where he just is terrified of ride. He'll never ride a ride again. Yeah, I mean, that's partly the reason why I never force anybody to get on rides or roller coasters when they go to amusement parks with me. Because it's like, I know it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? No. Like, I don't really like them that much. Like, I, I get on them, but like, when I get off of them, I'm like, God damn, I fucking, I feel a little queasy, you know what I'm saying? But I just, you know, it's like, fuck it, it's fun though, you know what I mean? But, uh, dude, exactly with that, you know those, uh, those doom towers or whatever they call them, where it's the ride where you go up on like the elevator real high and they just drop you straight down and then it's the end of the ride, right? So it used to be this place, I think it was called like Adventure Island or something. I can't remember the exact name, but it was basically like a bootleg Six Flags that's in Maryland. And my aunt lives up there, so like she loved roller coasters. So as a kid, we would always Park, love this place. They made a movie about that. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. yeah. So like we would always go there, right? And uh, so like one day we're going, and we had just got off of that tower. And as we're going, like my cousin that doesn't ride rides, it was like holding our bags and stuff. He's like he runs up to us all excited, and we're like, "Man, what's up?" He's like, "Look, look, 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 look." He points over to this woman. She had to be all of 450, dude. Like, she basically looked like a big-ass circle with legs, right? Like, oh, huge, no. dude. And she goes, and she's going to get on this ride. And, like, we were going to leave. Like, we literally were, like, going to go to another ride. My cousin is like, we have to see this. <laughs> so, like, already this is fucked up because we're sitting there plotting on this woman's demise, bro. Um, bro, she gets in. And you know how, like, they got the little seat that goes over you like this on your chest, right? And then, like, it's supposed to, like, click down at the bottom or whatever. She was so fat, I guess it didn't click at the bottom. So she just had it, like, over her chest. Like, like literally, like, it's, like, just this much of her body. It's, like, she's this big where, like, it can't even, like, it, like, she's out so far that it can't even close down on her. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, like, it's just, like, maybe, like, her top of her breast and her neck is in this thing, dude. Jeez. And the whole, yeah. So, like, we're watching this. The guy that's in charge of the ride is, like, some kid in high school, so... You know, he's like, whatever. He lets the chick on the ride. Because I would have, if I was riding a ride and I saw that lady, I would have been like, yo, I man, I'm not trying to like, you or you nothing. But you, if they're that yeah. fat, like, why would you let them on? Like, you got to know you're about to Bruh. kill somebody. And, like, let me just, just even add to more of this. Like, this was, like, a black lady, and she was one of them black women that had the fat lady aura to her, where it's just like, oh, wow. hey, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all motherfuckers, y'all got me on this ride. Y'all crazy. I, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to let y'all know. I don't, I don't be doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, just being oh, obnoxious, no. everything, right? So, like, so everybody can see this. And, like, all the people in the line, eyes are this big, looking at her like, this bitch really about to get on this shit. We're off to the side watching, like, this shit crazy. Right? So, like, no. bro, she go, bro, she goes up there. And you know how those rides are. The start of it is no big deal. You're up there. You're up there. So they drop her, dog. 
And the second that this thing lets her go, you just hear, oh my God, oh my God, right? Like just cussing, fussing, everything, bro. She gets out of this ride when it hits the ground. Her eyes are as big as saucer plates, dude. And she literally was in this thing like hanging by her chin. Like she got out of it. Like her whole half of her body is out the chair. Like she's like slid out the chair and like her chin is hanging in there like that fat boy was. But bro, like I just remember, I remember seeing that being like, I just was expecting to see her body go flying off the side of that thing and just literally splat on the side of the concrete. Dude. At least like, like that, isn't it in like a self-contained like thing? There's like walls. Bro, she would have, no, she would have no. There was no walls. Oh, like the okay. way it was set All up right. was that it like the seat held you in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, oh, it was like I get what you're. I get. I yeah. can picture what you're saying yeah. now. I get what you yeah. mean. Like it's like it's like the roller coaster seats. They flip down on you and shit. But she was so big that like when you're a certain width, like it's only gonna come down with so much. You know what I'm saying? So like literally, dude, yeah. like her fat risked her life and saved her life in that moment because if she had been any smaller, she would have slipped. Or if she had sweated a little bit and got wet. She would have slipped out of that bitch. And I'm telling you, like. She would have landed on the crowd of people in the line and killed like five people below her dog. Like it would have been like dropping a wrecking ball. Strikes, oh bro, it was woman killed thirty people. (laughs) What's so fucked up about it though is that literally every person saw this about to happen and nobody said. They wouldn't say anything. (laughs) Nobody would. That's what's fucked up as a fat person. It's like nobody's gonna tell you not to do it. They just trust like. Either you're so embarrassed that you're not going to do it, or it's clear like Ralphie May ain't never was never going to get on a roller coaster because he knows you, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. you're too fat, bro. This lady, I pretty much had a heart attack in front of everybody, like from what I could tell. Like she got off that ride, like Whoa. she put her feet back on the ground and was like sweating from head to toe. I was just like, oh my god, bro, we That's just saw crazy. a miracle, like <laughs> straight up. Well, but yeah, dude. This is a great pivot well. point, Aaron, because we're talking about fat people, right? So yeah. there's negative fat, right? There's people that right, are so right. fat, they can't do anything. They can't even ride a fucking roller coaster like that fat little boy because you might kill yourself or make us laugh when we're watching you do it. <laughs> so there's that. Or um, there's this. So for anybody that doesn't know, and I apologize, I think Mark Henry... And, Maybe I'm just going to look this up right now. Mark Henry was an Olympic weightlifter, and he was also a WWE superstar. Um, he was known as the not, strongest man in the world. I'm sorry. Apologize. According to Google, Mark Henry is not dead. He was okay. born in 1971, so he's still alive. So we're not talking ill of the dead. And I'm actually – this is a very positive, fat message. So – Mark Henry, Olympic powerlifter, WWE superstar, badass. Um, he, a long time ago, probably the height of his fame when he was in the Nation of Domination or what, one of those things, he went to an NBA basketball game. And they asked him at some point in the game if he could dunk a basketball for him. So me, just to give you a little background, especially Aaron knows this too. Aaron and I used to play basketball. I've been playing basketball until I got cancer. I played basketball my whole life as just like an amateur. But I've never dunked a ball unless I had, it was a lowered rim or I jumped <laughs> off something. I've, right. My fingers have grazed the, the rim. I've been able, been in shape enough to jump high enough to grab the rim and hold it and pull myself up like if a ball gets stuck in like that 
you know, that little area against the right, backboard. Right. I've been able to do that, but I've never been able to fucking dunk a basketball. I've always wanted to dunk a basketball, and I've always envied anybody that got close or was smaller than me could that I could see even having the possibility to dunk a basketball when I know I can't. So I'll never dunk a basketball, Aaron. Maybe you could. I, I don't think you will, but maybe you could. I, I don't uh, at the height of my most in shapeness, I set a goal to try to dunk a basketball. And I remember I was going to the court like every other day trying to like take jumps and stuff. And as I got close, I did get close enough to where I could like get the ball in my hand and get it up over the edge of the rim, but I could never throw it down. You know what I'm saying? Like I would always get hung like trying to get that last couple of inches. So I feel like if I had, you know, maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, drive in my life, I might have stuck with it. But I just always felt like I was good enough playing basketball without dunking that I didn't uh, keep trying to do it because I was hurting my knees and shit too. So yeah. it's a, it's an endeavor. For those of you that are, aren't blessed with natural jumping ability, you know what I'm talking about. And those that are blessed with natural jumping ability, fuck you. Yeah, um, fuck all of you. <laughs> Especially the ones that are like 5 and 10, like those little oh, guys that can just like to tell you. elevate. Like a Nate Washington type dude that's like, he shouldn't even be able to play basketball at all, but this motherfucker can jump Man. over my head and dunk a basketball. The one of the last times I played basketball was out here, and um, like we have like this exchange program at the restaurant I used to work at, where they would bring people from like the Philippines to come and work in the restaurant and stuff, so they could like come to America. And they wanted to play ball with me one day, so I took them to this court, and some other people were out there, and there was this one kid out there, bro. He didn't have a shirt on. He was probably like maybe five six, and I remember he went to go get a rebound. And when he jumped in the air next to me, I didn't jump. His ankles, like I literally saw his basketball shoes click together in the air by my ear. Oh, load. my God. Like I was like – and this kid was shorter than me. I was like, this dude has his feet by my eyes. Like how are you jumping this high? Like this is crazy. It makes you feel like shit because it's like I feel pretty com- – like I don't feel – at least when I was playing basketball enough to like play with other people and just not shoot around, that I was competent enough that – I wasn't going to be like the guy where it's like, man, fuck, I don't want this fuck on my team. Like, I'm tall. I can get rebounds. I can play defense. If I have to, I can shoot. I can't handle a ball that well, but I can get low and do what somebody with a big ass and who's tall can do. So I can do that. (laughs) I can never dunk. Charles Barkley game. Exactly. All day. (laughs) I, I, I took Shaq and Charles Barkley game. I had no body like them or ability like them, but I used the ass technique. And I would just back people in that were smaller than me. So that's my expertise. I never, even as a young kid, as when I was not as fat, you know, when Michael Jordan was like at the height of all of it, just killing it. And everyone's like, I want to be like Mike. And all my friends and I would play basketball. Never thought I could dunk. White Men Can't Jump came out. Love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Not only does the title tell you, flat out the whole movie is basically about how white people suck at basketball and can't play as well as anybody else i mean woody harrelson does dunk a basketball at the end of it but that's hollywood billy hoyle okay billy now can you count to 10 billy that's where the magic comes well, that movie would have stopped in real life before that oh, when yeah. he lost all the money and couldn't dunk remember when they go they win all the oh, money yeah. and they're like all right, you got three chances, dunk the basketball. It would end there because that guy would have dunked, tried once, 
bricked it to the point where you fall backwards and like hurt yourself and then that's it it would have been over with that was the end of the movie yep that's pretty much what stopped my dunking dreams was i pretty much almost did that i caught myself luckily but i almost slammed flat bat whole back flat on concrete and i was like man this just ain't worth it. it bro i'm not I was like 28 at the time anyways. Like, I'm not going to the league, guys. Like, <laughs> We're not blessed just... like that. So all that being yeah. said, you know, there's different people that can jump. There's different people that can't. Me personally, always wanted to. Seen people dunk. Seen white people dunk. Never could. Yeah. So when I found this video of Mark Henry, a 400-pound man, I don't know his height, whatever, but he's 400 fucking pounds. He so, had to be like six foot. He had to be like six foot tall. Probably, he ain't that tall. Probably. Well, actually, I have his page up. Let's see what it says on Google. He's six foot four. So he's okay. He's t- he's pretty tall. taller than me, or whatever, give or take. So Mark Henry gets called out, and you know this could be a big L for him. Maybe he can't dunk a basketball. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, Mark Henry slam dunks a basketball at four hundred and ten pounds. That can't be true. This has to be some kind of joke. So Aaron, let me share my screen again. Prepare to be supremely disappointed in your own athletic ability after you watch this. So, well, I just want to see how how far away he runs <clears throat> from the jump, bro. He doesn't even get a, He almost does it from a dead stop because he's so fast. Run. So, just watch this. So you could see my screen right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Henry looking straight nineties as fuck in that denim. About to say, looking like he just came from the buffet. So he's fat as fuck. He's eating in the video right now. He's eating yeah, a giant chicken. plate of ribs right now. Oh, God. Eat? Wiping ribs off his mouth. <laughs> oh, so here's him, okay? All right. He's walking. He ain't running. He's going to get up ahead of steam. So if I'm looking at the screen right now, right, can you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. He's at the free throw line, but he has not started moving, right? We all agree uh-huh. on that. Yeah. All right, let's hit play and see what big old Mark Henry does. Look at that. That's 410 pounds, dude. Man. He dunked. He took like, he took like he three took, steps. So he's not running at this point. He took a little stutter step and took like three steps and did that shit. Off of one foot, I think. He is too damn big. Yeah, that's pretty impressive because even when I no, he was off my dunking – he was off of both feet, yeah. but even so, I mean, that's, God damn. Yeah. That's incredible because even at the height of how high I could jump, I had to run from like half court to even get close to trying to get up exactly. there. So that's crazy. So that's, that's crazy. There you go. Everybody out there, if you can't dunk a basketball and you're like, man, I can do this, maybe you can. Well, but then I again, feel like uh, – like Aaron, and you can't, but there's somebody fat as fuck out there like Mark Henry – who can just ball you the fuck up and just dunk posterize you to your face at 410 pounds. So just well, know that. two things. First off about Mark Henry, I feel like he was a power lifter. So maybe his legs got some extra muscle down there Definitely. and that's what's Definitely. propelling them up there. You know what I'm saying? Cause part of being able to jump high is muscle strength. You know what I mean? But on the flip side of that, when I was in high school, dude, I think I was a, freshman yeah i had to be a freshman yeah there was this white dude that went to my school i did not know who this guy was but every time i would see him he was always in the gym and he would be shooting and stuff but i never actually like saw him like really play play ball you know what i'm saying so 
the next semester, I took gym, and he was in my gym class. And he was a cool dude. But, bro, this motherfucker could do every move from and one basketball. So, like, he was probably, like, 300 pounds. Like, he was, like, your height, fat as hell, and he could ball, dog. Like, I literally have seen him do, like, the skip to my loo, like, put the ball behind somebody's head and throw it in the air, and then they turn <laughs> around crazy. and think the ball's gone, and then, like, catch it in your shirt and throw it around your back in the shirt and shit. And then, like, you know, the one where you, uh, you spin it on your finger and you roll it around your arm and around the back yeah. of your neck and shit? I've seen him do that in a game to somebody. Like, literally, like, crossed him up, put the ball on his arm, did a spin around around his back, and then did a layup like this. Like, flipped it off the back of his hand and laid Jesus. it up and did a rim. Like, crazy shit, dude. Like, I, and, like, I thought that he could only ball like that, right? So I was like, yeah, you, you know, you can do all those tricks and stuff, but you can't really play play. I'm at the YMCA one day, and, like, this YMCA where I used to live in Virginia was right in the street from my house, and, like, all the kids would go there, or they would play in the park next to it. So, like, everybody from my high school kind of came there. I saw him in there one day, and it's, like, a black guy, his, like, brother, and then this, like, tall white dude, and then me, that white guy, and another kid from our school are in there. And they're like, oh, let's play three-on-three. Bro, this guy could play, like, real basketball, too. We get in a three-on-three game. And he is, like, boxing out, setting screens, throwing me, like, no-look passes and shit. I was like, bro, this is the coldest white dude I've ever seen play And he was fat. And if you saw this guy, he had titties down to, like, his stomach, dog. Like, straight up, like, you would never in your mind think that guy could ball, like, how he could ball. Like, if you just saw him, you'd be like, there's no way this guy could play. Beast, dude. Straight beast. But, oh, that reminds me of another cat I used to know. Came to my barbershop. Name was Tiny. This dude had to be 700 pounds, bro. He looked like Mark <laughs> Anthony, basically, like except shorter. Like he probably was like my height, like maybe like five ten, five eleven ish, but like easily like 400 pounds, dude. And like, uh, I remember he was in a, he was sitting in the no, I, no, I'm sorry, he wasn't my height. He was probably like six five. I take that back. This dude tiny was huge. I take. I'm thinking of another guy that bought me up one day on the street and did this to me because a 400 pound man did beat me in basketball, but he, he did your move. Um, he just bodied me the entire time. But, and I was like, that's what fat person basketball move. Dude. You just, that's oh, how bro. you have to live. <laughs> like he was dirty, bro. Like, cause I remember we were playing two on two with my homie and my homie probably only weighed like 120 in high school. And like, I probably weighed like 150. Right. But like, he's sitting there bodying me down. And like, I'm literally like all my force holding this dude back with two hands, just fouling the shit out of him. And he's like, gets stuck at one point And he says to his homie, he's like, Hey, help, help. Help. And he goes to fake like he passes. He does a fake pass, bro. I almost fell and broke my neck. <laughs> and he just turns around and shoots the ball. And I'm just like, oh, like, oh no. Like, not, only, not only is he huge, he's savvy, too. He's over here hitting all these tricks on me and shit. But, uh, but yeah, but, like, this dude, Tiny, bro, he's in the barbershop. It's like, 6'5". He stands about this barber chair. His head's, like, almost to the ceiling. This dude is huge. And, like, I'm just like, holy crap. And, like, and he leaves, and everybody's like, oh, you don't know about Tiny, man? Like, yeah, that dude is a legend out here, man. He's, like, the greatest football player and basketball player, like, this nation has ever seen, but he fucked his knees up and shit. Bro, I would have loved to see this guy play ball. Because he was, like, it was literally like watching Shaq, dog, except if Shaq was the most morbidly obese person you've ever seen in your life. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Man, speaking of Shaq, what happened to Shaq's voice, dude? Like, I remember he always had, like, a deep voice, and he would always kind of be like, yeah, you know, we did a good job with the game. I think somebody now if he's, him, uh, he had a vocal coach, and they were like, you, if you're going to be on TV, you can't be marble no, mouth like that. It's even, it's even worse, though, now. Because if you see him on TNT, now he'll, now it's like he's, like, hoarse and a deep voice. It's like, yeah, Chuck, oh, 
she choked you don't know about her. It's like, why is your voice so hoarse, dude? Like, what's <clears throat> wrong with you? That and like, the TNT, the NBA, like the telecast shit, like all the announcers they have. Like, I get their NBA legends, but it's so trash. God, dude. You couldn't pick a room full of some dumbass motherfuckers to be arguing on. Like well, him and Charles Barkley going against each. It's like, why are we? Who agrees? Yeah. It's like, first off, why are you arguing with Charles Barkley? Because everybody knows he says crazy <laughs> shit, so yeah, it's not just, even worse. What's the fuck yeah. with you? Like, he's just a yeah, troll. Like, yeah. He's like one of the original right. trolls. Right. I'm not For a role real. model. Like, legitimately. Like, he is He is the first troll, pretty much. But he's then, the on the NBA, flip side of that, fuck. but you know who's even worse than them? Have you ever seen, I think it's CBS's telecast of football games with Jim Brown, Bill Cower, Nate Robinson, oh. and Tony Gonzalez? Oh Why my is God! Robinson, like on all, like is he just that? They're like he actually a guy can that's talk. Beautiful and can talk, but it's like I should have thought talk. of like fifty other guys that I would think before. Yeah, Robinson gets I mean, I would say I would say the person that should be on him because he works for NFL Network is Randy Moss because Randy Moss is oh, funny yeah. as shit, and he and he's actually like has fun while he talks about stuff. But dude, I remember one episode like it was like when they first started this team on CBS. And, like, they're all messing up their lines. Like, literally, it's live being telecast. And, like, Tony Gonzalez, like, is talking about a highlight, and he starts stumbling and stuff. And then Bill Cowher, he always messes up. He barely can talk, you know what I'm saying? So he'll be yeah. like, uh, and then like, he's saying, like, people's names wrong and stuff. So, like, they all do so bad, right, that Jim Brown, because he actually is a TV guy, at the end he's like, he literally says this live. He says, all right, well, it looks like we finally got through all that. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a little better. <laughs> like, we're going to cut to this now, and then he goes away. But, like, That's it one was thing so I'm glad bad. I don't have cable because I don't have to sit through. Because I used to, because I like oh, NFL, yeah. I would, yeah, like, want to watch the pregames. But it was always, like, annoying to either watch them, like, ESPN, NFL Live, or Fox, right. or CBS. And it was, like, not NBC kind of does good because they have that primetime show. And I kind of like some of the people they have. but. The only just commentator who I like is Tony Romo. I Sad really to say that is true. No, nah, he he found his job, bro. He's a way better uh, announcer of football than a player of football. It's crazy though, because you can be you can tell it's like, oh, so he was smart. That's what an intelligent quarterback can do is analyze and right. know when a play's coming. But that's how much pressure a quarterback's under is somebody who's that good at it as he is still had to run for his life and couldn't. If you can yeah. predict that shit as well as he could, he should have been flaming people, but that just it can't happen in the NFL. Well, you know what I will say to his credit is his last, like, three seasons where he really was playing good, like where he wasn't hurt or anything, he actually was reaching, like, the best he's ever played. You know what I mean? Because, like, he's one of those guys where he didn't start right away, so he, like, started playing when he was, like, 28 anyways. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he was already kind of old when he started playing. But when he, like, got in, like, his, like, mid-30s, bro, I saw a change in him. Like, legitimately, he got better. Like, you could tell he could see that stuff on the field, but then he broke his back. And then it was, like, yeah. just trying to deal with that. You know, it was just, like, you know, you, you don't want to take another hit after getting your back broke, dog. And then he broke it again. So, I mean, that's, I that mean, was the thing with that. So get those fucked up injuries. Yeah. Where you get, like, but he would get him. You have, like, a fucked up rib the whole season and shit. Where it's, like, yeah. But he would get him from his own fault. Oh, yeah, but it would always be his own fault, dude, because, like, he would always, like, it wasn't like he could just go down. Like, most quarterbacks, if you see Tom Brady, Tom Brady didn't do nearly as much crazy shit as Tony Romo used to try to do, dog. Tony Romo literally, right, Tony Romo literally, I've seen him spin off of tackles and then try to run for a first down, and it's like, 
that is Terrell Suggs behind you, bro. Like, yeah, right. he's going to catch you, and he's going to murder you. Like, stop. And that's how he got hurt. Like, literally somebody caught him from behind. Like, he's thinking he's wide out, open in the road, like, about to run, and somebody came up behind him and knocked the shit out of him. It's like, yeah, because you're old, bro. What are you doing? That's like <laughs> that why are you doing where it? Mike Vick was playing for the Eagles. And oh, it was yeah. just like that year where they had no line. So he was just taking like L after L. And he got – you pointed it out to me, and now I use it as like an example. But it was like he got hit in the fucking like chest so hard that he was holding his head. He's like, yeah, oh, like – Right. It just it's got like you're wrecked. Yeah, dude. You got shook. That was a car wreck right there. That's exactly, yeah. exactly what it was. I mean, a car that's crash seriously, it's basically what they're doing. That's why they get, I mean, yeah. legit why they get paid a lot of money. I think it's too, I mean, I don't think anybody they still don't make enough. paid that much, but I guess they should. They don't, no, they don't make enough, dog. In my opinion, football players, they're the least paid out of any. Baseball players' money is guaranteed. Basketball players' yeah, money is guaranteed. True. I mean, like, if, as you're, a football if you're player, comparing you them shit. to, like, athletes, I'm saying, like, right. they – they're, if you compare them to normal people, they're, it's just like there's oh, a well, doctor yeah, I mean, that's making a hundred grand a year, and then there's some asshole, you know, that's making like a million a year for. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like fucking Ezekiel Elliott just got like what fifty million guaranteed. It's like Crazy. Jesus Christ, bro. Like I don't even Man. know how I could find the motivation to play when I had that much money. Even just like a game check, I'd be like, oh, okay, well. Gonna go buy I'm sure there's gotta be there's gotta be some clause where you have to still do all your responsibilities. Like if you stop going to game meetings and stuff, like I'm sure they can take that money back. To well, they some can take, but they can't take those games. If you play in the game, you get the game. Oh yeah, they can't take the game. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, they could probably I mean, take away like you give you like you know fines and shit for not doing that. But a game check for like Ezekiel Elliott if, for that contract, like what is it? Was he making like 500k a game? It's got to be something like that something easily, like that. bro. Because I think in a year, I think like his contract is fifty guaranteed, but then each year I think he's getting like sixteen. So yeah. how do you break sixteen million up over a game? It's got to be a million a game. See what I'm saying? Like that's crazy, dog. Every Sunday you get a million dollars. And I mean, really, that's what they're getting paid for. <laughs> I don't really know. Like they're you're getting paid that much, and I guess it's expected that you're going to show up to the office. But it's not like they're clocking in and they're like, oh, well, you oh, weren't nah. here on Friday, so we're going to take you know whatever, like. They just get money. I mean, uh, I think they do have. I think they do have schedules though, where like they have to show up for like working out and you know the walkthroughs and stuff. But I mean, I feel like as a player, nobody's keeping the track of your workouts. So like, if you're just like, oh, well, like they get, they get bonuses for working out. Oh well, maybe that's part of it too. But I mean, is anybody like tracking your progress? Where it's like, oh, you lifted this much today, you lift this much tomorrow. Like, probably. I don't think it's that. I think trainers do, but they have like. Cause I've, you know, I listen to Pat McAfee show and he has, uh, yeah. that dude is funny as hell. AJ Hawk is like on his show a lot now. Like I'm maybe they're just yeah. friends. I don't really know why, but, um, they, I think they, they went to the same college probably, but they're, they both played in the NFL or like crazy motherfuckers too. So, yeah. um, but, uh, like they'll talk about training and AJ Hawk always talks about like going to work out and he's like, you're getting fucking a bonus check for going to work out. So it's like, Oh, well, that's what's up. Give me a grand just to go work out. I'll do that shit all day. I should get a workout bonus for working out of my job. See, I feel like players still aren't that smart, though, because, like, if you were really intelligent, you would say, I need money for my medical stuff to stay at this level. For example, like, I heard LeBron spends, like, 
a million dollars a year on his own health and body stuff. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Just like the food he eats, the trainers he goes to. Like I seen to uh, who was it? Um, uh, Harrison, right? Uh, the dude that's the crazy monster. Uh, they used to play for Steelers. Jerry Harrison, yeah, yeah. So like him. Like, I think he said he spends, like, a million dollars a year. He goes and gets acupuncture, like, every yeah. couple of days and stuff. You know what I mean? But, like, I would write that into my contract where, like, y'all need to pay for this. Maybe they do. I don't know. But I would be I paying think for that. The, that's when they're getting in negotiation. It's like, well, you could get yeah. X amount. But they're like, but then I got all these doctor bills and shit. So that's right. right. I need this amount instead of that amount. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I was a football agent, I would be out there getting some straight killer contracts. I'd be like, this motherfucker not going to play, y'all. I don't care what y'all yeah, <laughs> like, cause I Like, I just know, like, if I'm not getting my medical covered and stuff like that and future medical stuff, too, because, like, uh, I saw that was, like, a big thing with the CBA this year. They're trying to get it so that, uh, you know, like, the ex-players that are hurt and stuff can go back to the doctors now and stuff, too, man, from – well, that football they definitely need are, to though. take care of those dudes because those are the yeah. guys that aren't getting all the good technology the guys now are, so – they're all right. And, up. Right. And it looks crazy when like you have the legend like Jim Brown and he's in a wheelchair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I we get he's old, old but the same they're time, all like, just like limping around. It's like seeing old basketball players. None of them walk well, anymore. Uh only one that I've seen that looks perfectly fine is Bill Russell, dude. Like Bill Russell looks like he's I was still slaying puss, dude. Like straight up. Like, yeah, he does like, kind of have that look where he just like got yeah, that bro. shaft look. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Bill Russell look like he's still out there in them streets, bro. Like he hitting it hard. Like be like, he's like, girl, you don't know who I am. I'm yeah, Bill Russell. Let me put on this <laughs> little YouTube clip off this real quick. I got a, I got eleven championships. I can't even wear all my yeah. rings out in public. Girl, you crazy? <laughs> I started this dunking shit. Hell yeah. Well, y'all gonna say I think we probably uh covered a good amount of topics, man. We can do all of the other stuff next time if you want, all right. man. All right. Well, I guess this yeah. is episode two, y'all. So yeah, we've been here. running our mouths. Yeah, I think that I was like an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess keeping it to an hour is just gonna have to be every. We'll just give that a shot. That's like a suggestion, I guess. So. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I watched the uh, the Joe <clears> Budden <throat> podcast, which uh, they are on hiatus because of the virus and stuff. Um. They don't want to go out the house. But I don't blame them. They live in New York, so yeah, fuck, hell yeah, bro. everybody out there is fucking dying. But uh, they do the same thing, man. Like sometimes they'll have an hour long. Sometimes they have two hours. Sometimes they have five hours, bro. Damn near. So you oh, know, man. it's just kind of play it by ear. You know what I mean? If you're getting a good talk, because they be talking about like rap music and stuff, which uh, I feel like you're not a fan of anymore, man. I feel like you don't listen. I mean, to music we can anymore. get into it. It's just not new shit. But if we want to talk about, we can have a Nate Dog episode just in and of itself about. Oh well, I mean, our yeah. personal discovery of his back catalog and shit, but we'll pet, well, we'll table that for the next episode, maybe. For sure. Don't for say sure. I don't like rap, motherfucker. Uh, it's just not new rap. I can't listen I mean, to that, and even then, the I can't at the beat time. I just can't like listen to right. it like I used to. It's only a couple of new rappers I really listen to. Um, cause like a lot of these new cats, they don't rap anymore. They all like yell, sing thing where they put that auto tune in their voice and they'd be like, you know, being like, I've been rolling numbers since Thursday and like doing that shit. And I'm Probably just like, like I'm future not. and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm not with none of that. Actually, as soon as I hear a song like that on somebody's album, I turn it off <laughs> instantly. I'm just like, all right. Enough yeah. Else. <clears throat> I mean, I, the new shit I listen to is just cause when I'm working out, I put Spotify on and yeah. sometimes like a random new song will get put in there and. Like some of them I like, but yeah, and we'll tell what we can get into me being an old uh, white man who likes old rap music some other time. <laughs> cool, cool. Excuse me. Yeah, sure. 
But yeah, man, that's uh, episode two, Ain't Life Funny. Uh, it's only going to get crazier from here. Hell yeah. <laughs> so y'all be ready. All right, man. Well, it's good talking. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Again, you can find us on Anchor FM at anchor.fm slash ALF podcast. We have a YouTube page. You just have to search Ain't Life Funny podcast. Twitter handle is at A-I-N-T podcast. Facebook page, Instagram page, and you can also find us on CastBox. So we're trying to figure out other ways that we can publish this. We're going to get on Apple and hopefully we'll be on iTunes pretty soon. Uh, but that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Tell everybody, like, share, and uh, send us your predictions for the Super Bowl, I guess. If there is yeah. one. Will there right. be a Super Bowl? <laughs> and if so, who will be in the Super Bowl? How about that? Yes, yes. I like right. that. Odds. <laughs> All right, cool. y'all. Aaron, good talking to you, bud. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, man. Peace. Peace.